With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go, my Lakers. Let's don't go. Do don't, don't, please, Let's please. Go. I, I, you know, no. <laughs> I have go. never in my life cut my mic on this fast on this show in my life. <laughs> Do you not dare curse this season of Laker greatness. Take- Arnie Spaniard, if you curse us, I swear for Lord, I'm driving to Maine and me and you're going to have some problems. <laughs> take, first uh, of all, I live in Vermont too. Whatever. Take, Close enough, take, Maine, take Vermont. Take a dictation to the boss. I need the summer of 2020 off to go to the Laker parade. Let's go. I hate you. It's going to be all summer long. We are so doomed. <laughs> Think about this. Think about this. As we yes. come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, all you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Arnie, last Sunday, uh, guaranteed that this NBA Finals was O-V-E-R over and that the Warriors were going to come back and win. Why are we going uh, all the way back? Gar- the show's Guaranteed that the Bruins were going to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, and I think in that, too, had guaranteed that Kevin Durant was on his way to the Knicks. So Still this feel is good why about that. We can't have you jumping on this bandwagon now. It's just, it's, it's bad news, bro. It's bad news. What are you doing this to Bobo and I? Come on. Laker Nation is starting to sweat. You gave us heart palpitations with I, that one. I want to know when I, because you were, I don't know what you were doing. I was golfing. Golf course or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. when I sent you the text that the Lakers just got Anthony Davis, did you think I was BSing you? No, no, no. Let, let's go back, by the way. Let, let's go back to that Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So, 
I, I was golfing at my favorite golf course in Norman, and I was I was. You having are the a, country a, club type, so go ahead. I'm I'm very yeah. much the country club type, and I was really enjoying my day. And Arnie sent a text that was very generic that said it was about five thirty. It said we got lucky, and that was it. So I thought, okay, well, it, in our world, Arnie and I getting lucky is maybe we got an extra filling, maybe we get a chance to do some more shows together. That's my idea of we got lucky. And I replied with. Oh yeah, I mean, I put my phone up. I, you I had no really, idea, no clue whatsoever. Not so, by a the way, clue. this is the same thing that happened when Bob Stoops retired from Oklahoma. Now three years ago, I put my phone. I promised my kids. I'm like, listen, I'm putting the phone up. We're gonna have a good time. Next thing I know, I'm getting a call from Arnie. He's like, Bob Stoops is gone. This is the same <laughs> thing that happened yesterday. Uh, and I'm just, I'm trying to be good dad. I'm trying to be good husband. And lo and behold, uh, I, I'll tell you what we did as soon as you sent me the. A tweet from Woj, yeah. we legitimately picked up our golf balls, we drove back into the clubhouse, we sat in there, and I just started living on Twitter. Get out of here. You stopped yeah. the golf game over that? Well, it did start raining. But, I mean, the whole thing... <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the whole reality of it is that's a beyond just kind of a, a, a where you were moment. That's a seismic shift in not just what the Lakers were able to get in bringing in Anthony Davis, but now Arnie, as we've seen over the last forty eight hours, I guess I guess maybe not even that, uh, just thirty six hours. Yeah, since not the trade even forty eight hours. Yeah, yeah, uh, is trying to figure out. Okay, first of all. What really did the Lakers give up? Has anyone had, and we're going to talk to Tanya Ganguly coming up a little bit later on in the show from the LA Times, the Lakers beat writer. I don't know if there's been a firm understanding of, okay, are there pox, uh, pick swaps? Is there, uh, now there was a report that maybe the, the Pelicans, if they wanted to, could defer. Oh, listen, we don't want your pick this year. We're going to wait till next year uh, on certain things. And obviously that's very confusing. So uh, do we even know what they've truly given up yet? And then, of course, that never ending argument that I'm sure you and Aaron Torres started last yeah. night right here on Fox Sports Radio, which is, who won the trade? Right, because right. we try to make these definitive statements, Arnie, in June when we're not stepping on the court until September or October. You, so what you know did what, you guys come up with? And you know what's crazy also, Chris? The Lakers are the favorites now with 3-1 to one to win the NBA championship. What would happen if they just say, for argument's sake, got a Kyrie, or got Chris Paul, or got a Bradley Peel, or... Jimmy Butler or whoever. Sure. Do they go from three to one to even money now? I mean, <laughs> how much of a favorite can you be, right? Well, that the West is absolutely in upheaval right now because you don't know what's going to happen with Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant. And right. Obviously, Durant has that player option. Clay can be an unrestricted free agent. You honestly, you, you kind of don't know what pieces are going to be built around Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I mean, right now, you can pick the Lakers to as your favorite, but I think they have five players under contract right now. Five. Five. They right only now. need five. It's like the king of his court, like the softball <laughs> I, team, you know? You, you might be right. You have the lefty <laughs> that just throws junk, and you go out there and win. But Arnie, think about this, too. I mean, do, do we suddenly start taking Denver a little bit more seriously after what happened this year? Portland had a nice run and looked better. Oklahoma City when Paul George. I mean, the, the West is suddenly a very interesting spot. And we're one move. And oh, I left out New Orleans for goodness sakes. Yeah, we're one move into the post. One move into the postseason, and that's how huge well, this well, was. Well, Chris, as, as to who won the trade, I mean, that's an easy one. Anytime you've added a piece to the puzzle that has made you the NBA favorite to win the championship, you've got to say the Lakers won. And really, other than Lonzo, 
what did they really give up? Yeah, I like Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Really, you got to give up something. The three first-round picks, we'll see what they get with that number four pick, see if um, maybe R.J. Barrett falls into their lap. But other than that, and Lonzo was hurt, so they really didn't give up a whole heck of a lot. It just seems like they did. Uh, But definitely the Lakers won this trade. I think the Lakers won this trade from this perspective. They had to. There, there was, right. there was no other option, and I don't say that to try to, uh, I mean, be disingenuous in giving credit or to be a hater or anything of that nature, Arnie. But they really had no other option except to win this trade, or um, let me rephrase that: make this trade happen. They, no other option, man. Think about this. I, I was. I was reading. I've read everything. If there's an article out there on this, Arnie, I've read it. Oh, I'm, if there's I'm, a, I'm sure you haven't slept in, th- in 36 hours. My wife, it, it cracked her up last night. I've been staying up late anyway because I'm <laughs> caught up. Two two people out there will get this. I'm caught up on evil Morty conspiracy, so I'm living on YouTube like crazy. But last night, it's it's 1.30 in the morning, and, and I finally think I reached the end of the internet and I'm just looking around like what what more can I have what more can I read I've got Fox Sports Radio on I'm listening to uh, Jason in the overnight I'm just trying to what I need more information on this because the the bottom line is there really hasn't been this much juice they get LeBron last year you're excited about it as a Laker fan but you quickly realize that man there has to be something more and it just wasn't coming in this young core and here I am at one thirty two in the morning listening to podcast because it genuinely juiced me for the Lakers and for the overall West now to which. The West, Arnie, we don't know what what Kawhi's going to do. The entire NBA, after crowning a champion, has been thrown into absolute, utter chaos. Chaos. I don't. If I'm Vegas, I'm not putting out odds at all. I'm like, right away, we're going to chill out for a little bit and just wait for this one. This is crazy right By now. the way, is the, are the Lakers on every primetime game? There's all 82 <laughs> games. And what time do you start those games? I mean, you want to get you want to utilize it so it has max ratings for the East Coast and West Coast. None of this BS right. about, uh, you know, LeBron's not in the playoffs. Ratings are downhill. You've got to maximize this. Oh, absolutely. You've got to do everything you possibly can to get this team on TV as much as possible. Now, t- 10 bazillion questions that I have, and we have two yes, hours only and that 52, many? That's it? Oh, that's two hours and 52 minutes ago. Arnie, just for those that like the full peek behind the cur- curtain, Arnie always sends me a list of things he wants to get into. I have my own list, Arnie, and it's three wow. pages long tonight, so we could be in big <laughs> trouble. So I feel like we, indre- we addressed the one major story, or at least the one major debate, who really won the trade. Now, again, we, we both agree the Lakers did. That's one hell of a haul that the, the, the Pelicans end up getting. But as I was talking about, I read everything. The Lakers had to do this. They had to go out and make a splash because now it's funny. You see certain people, Arnie, that I'm reading from, let's say, your neck of the woods that start looking around and thinking, Okay, well, I mean, we're not going to give up Jason Tatum. And, you know, we got Gordon Hayward. Al Horford has a player option. I mean, he could decide to enter unrestricted free agency. What what have the Celtics really done? I mean, they swung and missed on making a deal for Kawhi or Paul George, and now they missed out on Anthony Davis. I mean, what's next for them? To try to go sign Kawhi? To try to do whatever they can to to, to move on from the salary of Hayward? What's next for Boston? And is is Boston one of those teams that comes across as maybe the the biggest loser in this whole deal after the 
they held off the alleged trade in midseason to tell New Orleans, wait till the offseason, we've got something for you. Yeah, it was never going to happen because they never were going to get rid of Jason Tatum. That wasn't going to be a possibility that wasn't on the table. And the fact that they came out earlier and said, well, if we get traded to Boston, then we'll just honor it for one year and we'll haul Exactly. Ass. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. What, did, what did you want the Celtics to do? You, you knew there was no wiggle room there, so they said, okay, we're out. We're not going to go ahead and revamp the entire team for a shot at winning the championship next year with one guy. So, um, And, of course, Kyrie's not coming back. You can forget about that. I don't know if they're in that bad of a shape as they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie. So True. Um, I don't know how they replace him, though. That's going to be the interesting question. I don't know where they go from here. Yeah, it's kind of funny because when you make up that list of, of the losers in this deal, a lot of people point to Boston. But then I also sit back and think, boy, there's not a lot of Paul George sticking in Oklahoma cities as far as these moved are, moves are concerned. You know, you, whenever a guy gets traded somewhere and it's looked at as a one-year rental, it usually is just that, a one-year rental. Paul George is the anomaly. He is not the norm when it comes to this. So I've had a hard time with that as far as Boston is concerned. And then the other question that arises from this that at least I think we have time to hit in this first segment, Arnie, is what's next now for the Lakers? So you've got Ky- Kyrie, listen to me. I'm already trying to get Kyrie there. Yeah, you got Anthony the- Davis. Right. You got LeBron James. Right. You've got Mo Wagner. You've got what? Isaac Bonya. And I think yes. I, exactly. So you, you've got to find, I think, a third star, or do you go and find some pieces? Do you go and get Magnanovich in free agency. If you're bringing Danny Green, do you try to make a, a move for a shooter like J.J. Redick? I mean, do you swing for the fences and do you call Kawhi and do you try to make a move with Kyrie? Are you in on the Kimball Walker sweepstakes? As you brought up, I think, a couple times last night, Jimmy Butler or Arnie, do you kind of use that money differently to bring in different pieces? I don't think it's going to happen with Chris Paul. I don't think the Rockets are going to part with him. I feel they say to themselves, we got to go for it one more time considering what happened to Golden State. So I think he stays where he is. Um, um, Kyrie, you know, it, though it'd be a great fit, obviously, I just feel like he's got his heart set on going to Brooklyn, so I, I think that's what's going to happen there. Kemba Walker, geez, would be a good mm. fit, but I feel like he wants to stay in Charlotte, so uh, that leaves Jimmy Butler, and I think that's probably the best possibility out of the four. Yeah, I'll add this, though, too. I I will find it very fascinating whenever we have Tanya on a little bit later on to kind of get the idea of what the buzz and mindset is coming out of the Lakers front office. In other words, is it possible, Arnie, that they maybe have just a short-term plan and getting Anthony Davis and the high fives are all around right now, and then they, now they're going to the drawing board and looking long-term. Uh, is this part of their long-term plan? I mean, I just, I'm just i not trying to question anybody, but I, I guess I am. I mean, <laughs> do you feel like you're high-fiving and hugging because you got AD to pair with LeBron James, and now you'll just kind of let the pieces fall, or are there well, long-term goals in place? Did you give credit to Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka, or was Everybody. it to or, uh, and the other GM, uh, Rich Paul? Well, <laughs> you mean the other GM, Rich Paul? Yeah. You mean the part owner, apparently, of the Lakers right now? Um, no, I'm sorry. I, I meant say- the other GM, uh, Linda Rambis. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I think you give credit to a little <laughs> bit of everybody. 
you, you give credit to David Griffin if you're a New Orleans Pelicans fan because now you have an opportunity in in Griffin to have positive thoughts after giving up a star like Anthony Davis. You're going to have the number one pick in Zion Williamson. You've got a good young core, so I think you give credit there. But, Arnie, I know you're more focused on who you give credit to for the Lakers. I mean, come on, it's Magic, right? I mean, Magic had this all laid out before he left, guys. What are we talking about? I tell you about the fight I got in when I filled an overnight a couple weeks ago no, with no, somebody. Oh, somebody trying to make sure. Oh, man, you're short-selling Magic Johnson. He had everything in place. Did he? I mean, just in my opinion, opinion, Arnie, I think you look at I don't know how much credit you give to Rob Polinka. I don't know if it's the strategy behind what Jeannie Buss wanted to do or if it's Kurt and Linda, Linda Rambis. I don't understand the structure anymore, but I'll say this much. I sure am glad they got it done because it gave us something to talk about for two hours and 45 minutes tonight. Hey, uh, you can go for oh, a little than bit more than just tonight. I got a feeling this may linger for a while. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you can go further than ever with the Discover IT Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover in miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. When we come back, Rick Kamla joins us from NBA TV. We'll get his take on this big trade of Anthony Davis to the Lakers next right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Let's continue getting perspective on this major trade that's kind of shook not just the NBA, but the sports landscape. Uh, You know him, you love him, you watch him on NBA TV. Rick Hamla is in the house and he joins us live on Fox Sports Radio. Rick, before we kind of get to winners or losers of this, take me through your reaction and where you were when you found out that this uh, this trade was going down. Um, I I was hanging out with my boys last night and uh, getting ready for the Braves and Phillies game. Uh, I think I might have been checking a fantasy baseball score. And, uh, and my, my 14-year-old was like, Dad, Davis has been traded. And so, uh, what, you know, lo- looked at the whole thing. He saw it on Instagram or something like that. Um, so, I mean, crazy, shocking uh, in terms of the Pelicans and the Lakers coming together. I thought there was a bully tactic in advance of the trade deadline. Uh, you heard the rumors that the Pelicans weren't going to deal with the Lakers. But, look, the Lakers had a great package for them. Um, three nice pieces that are currently breathing in the NBA and three nice pieces, these first-round picks, that eventually are going to be breathing in the NBA. So I don't think the Pelicans, like, slaughtered the Lakers, but I do think the Pelicans won this trade. Rick, I, I always say when you have a chance to win an NBA championship, you get the better part of the deal. But let me ask you this, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, or maybe they somehow get a, a RG Barrett, R.J. Barrett kind of falls in their lap. I doubt it because they have the number four pick now. But which one of those guys, if any of them, maybe explodes and shows everybody why they're in the NBA and how good they really are? Or maybe none of them really explode. What do you think? You know what? I don't think any of them are going to explode. I think Ingram is going to continue to do like the 15, 17, 18, 19 point per game thing. Uh, I'm not sure there's that much more upside than that. I think uh, Lonzo Ball is going to kind of be, um, you know, Rondo 2.0, right? Not not a great shooter. He's going to do a lot of good things. He's going to like, uh, you know, kind of like Ricky Rubio early, right? right? Nine points, eight boards, ten assists, like that kind of stat line. Um, but look, I think that the Pelicans are going to take Jared Culver. Um, I have, wow. I'm familiar with the thinking of the person who is in charge. And I, I just want to state it like that. Um, and, uh, and I've gotten a, a very good feeling about both DeAndre Hunter and Jared Culver from that person. I think it comes down to one of those two guys. And I think this person thinks that there's more upside with Jared Culver. And I think that's why he's going to be the pick. I loved watching Jared Culver. I watched him at Tech. Uh, he's an incredible talent. I think he's got the defense that, that's going to make him a great NBA player. Uh, maybe I should – I'll calm down a little bit. Really calm good down. NBA player, Rick, bordering on potentially great. But with that in mind, I think my favorite reaction to this is people that say, oh, my gosh, they got those picks whenever LeBron's contract is over. Well, I mean, Anthony Davis probably isn't going anywhere for a while, and I think the Lakers will continue to build around him. I know that it's easy to just look at LeBron, but – I mean, they've got one of the prototypical stars in the NBA going to L.A. for, you would assume now, a long-term deal after this year for years to come. You've seen a lot of Anthony Davis. Rick, how special can he be? Well, look, you know, I, I hit you guys with the Pelicans won the trade. But like I said, the Lakers didn't get slaughtered. And, and you, have to, you have LeBron James. You have to surround him. You have to build a super team around him, okay? 
the Lakers tried uh, and, and failed big time last year with LeBron and the guys that he sort of inherited. Nah, it, it, it's time to reshape the roster. It's time to try to build a super team. I do think that Kyrie Irving is going to sign with the L.A. Lakers um, or, or the Brooklyn Nets. I'm, I'm really conflicted on that. I think it's one of the two. Um, but I, I don't think that Kyrie would be like, nah, I'm done playing with LeBron James. I definitely think you, you saw a lot of fence mending during the regular season, uh, little messages sent, you know, little, uh, uh, I, I don't know. So I, I, I think that there's still some love there. I think that that could work. Uh, so I think the Lakers are back in it, man. I really do. I mean, they had to do what they had to do in terms of getting Davis, and the Pelicans did what they had to do in terms of getting just a haul of assets. I really like the trade for both teams. Rick, if Kyrie is plan A, and that's who the Lakers want, if they don't get him and he ends up going to Brooklyn, what's plan B? Any chance they do get a Chris Ball or Kemba Walker or Jimmy Butler or uh, I forget who else I'm missing out, but any, what's plan B uh, after Kyrie if he doesn't come? Well, I love the question, and you just said his name, Jimmy Butler, man, right? I mean, how good would Jimmy Butler look in a Laker uniform? <laughs> um, he would take a lot of the defensive uh, burden off of LeBron James, you know, to guard the perimeter. He would take the uh, opponent's best perimeter player. Uh, and, and I think that Jimmy would totally sign up for playing with LeBron, all of the, like, adulations and buzz kills that come with that. I think he would totally sign up for that, but... Uh, you know, I, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what plays out, man. But I think Jimmy Butler would play in LA, and I think he'd look good in the purple and gold if it worked out. Rick Hamler's our guest, NBA TV. You can follow him on Twitter at NBA TV. Rick, uh, man, I could talk to you all night, Rick, and I know we're short on time, but uh, at least two more for me. First of all. Do you go get a third star like Arnie brought up and you guys talked about, or do you parse that money out and you think about, all right, let's bring Bonjanovic in here. Let's try to get Danny Green. Let's go get J.J. Redick. I know J.J. can end up making a lot of money. Is it necessary to get a third star, or do you go try to find your Fred Van Vliet in Los Angeles? No, I think you go get Kyrie. I think you go get Jimmy Butler. You go get badasses, and you make it work from there. (laughs) Um, You know, because, like, to me, guys, I look at Kyle Kuzma – as, as making let's let's say they get Jimmy or Kyrie um, and you've got AD LeBron Kyrie and Kyle Kuzma guys to me that's a core four that's not a big three um, I'm a big Kyle Kuzma fan and if you've got four studs like that you build around them with with the right pieces at the right money um, that that's how I think they're going to try to build this team Rick two weeks ago we left the Lakers for dead we're they're an embarrassment <laughs> GD needs to sell the team Today, they're the NBA favorites. You're surprised one guy makes you the favorite, and if they ever did get Kyrie, what would they do? Go from three to one to what, even money or something like that? <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing how they vaulted, but look, the team that has had a stranglehold on the NBA, the Warriors, has completely crumbled apart, so it's wide open. Um, to me, the Houston Rockets, uh, I believe that they're going to now just chill out and keep the thing together and go for it. Uh, they, to me, are a major factor next year as well. And then a final one for me, uh, Rick. How many mistakes could, did the Lakers make and they still end up with LeBron and AD? I mean, who do we pat on the back for this? Because uh, three weeks ago, as Arnie brought up, it was embarrassing. There was front office dissension. Yeah. Magic's uh, not in a good spot. I mean, my goodness. Who, who do we give the credit for this turnaround? LeBron. 
I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he chose the Lakers. He said, I want to dine with Scorsese and Uma Thurman and John Travolta and Tom Cruise. Okay, I want to hang out with these people instead of just doing flybys. Um, and, and I want to be this, this movie mogul. Bam, he makes the lifestyle call to go out to L.A. And now he's the magnet for others to come to L.A. Um, and I do believe that that's why Anthony Davis is there, the whole clutch sports thing. Anthony and, and LeBron want to play together. Boom, now they're playing together. And now that LeBron and AD are together, everybody's going to be like ring chaser, right? They're going to go like, they're, they're going to get like the vagabond mercenary guy that can help you out, a la and Andre Iguodala. And uh, it's going to be fun to see what kind of team they can construct. Great stuff, Rick. We appreciate your time on a Sunday night and all the great analysis. Thanks yep. so much and enjoy what I hope is a great Father's Day Thanks, for you. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, happy Father's Day, fellas. Take it easy. Thanks, we'll Rick. see you. That's Rick Kamla from NBA TV. All right, as we come from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studio, Steve DeSager in the house on a busy Anthony Davis oh, trade rumor Lakers night. Lakers DeSager. <laughs> Not a rumor. Yeah. That's what's Not great a, about it. Nah, that's it's right. It's story. confirmed. And uh, we got all kinds of madness going on if you're a college baseball fan as well, too. Where do you want to start, Steve? Yeah, so much going well, on. First, I want to say after all the NBA talk that the championship parade starts in the morning for the <laughs> Toronto Raptors, and there are True. already Who? people camping out at the square. Now, before the morning arrives, they're just going to be awesome. sleeping. So, Arnie, if you need to leave early to get a spot, just, wow. just let us know. Is Drake going to be there? Well, if that's the case, I'm, I'm not yeah. going then. Yeah, stupid question. Uh, Gary Woodland won the U.S. Open from Kansas, beat Brooks Kepka of Florida State by three strokes. Kepka had won the last two U.S. Opens. Pebble Beach was the side on Fox TV all weekend. In fact, Woodland with one last birdie. That put him in the record book. He finished at 13 under, 271. That's one shot better than the Tiger Woods historic route of 2000. The difference was that year, Woods was the only golfer under par in the tournament. He won by 15 shots. This weekend, great weather in the Bay Area. Kepka comes close to another major. He's been runner-up in two majors already this year and won another PGA. I mentioned the two U.S. Opens the previous two years. Tiger Woods birdied six of the last 12 holes today. Was never a factor, though. Tied for 21st. Dustin Johnson shot 74. He's tied for 35th. USA Soccer 3-0 over Chile at the Women's World Cup in France. Carly Lloyd with two goals in the first half. It was a 3-0 lead at halftime. She missed a late penalty kick. Attendance was a sellout over 45,000 in Paris. The U.S closes group play on Thursday afternoon against Sweden on Fox TV. Swedes a 5-1 winner against Thailand today. NASCAR's Cup Series was off this weekend. In baseball tonight, the Dodgers beat the Cubs 3-2. No decision for Hyunjin Ryu, who's 9-1 because the Dodgers got their RBI single in the bottom of the eighth after he left. But seven innings, no earned runs, eight strikeouts. Again, no walks for Ryu. His ERA is down to 1.26. That's pretty good for this season. Wow. Wow. The Cubs are one game behind the first place Brewers in the NL Central Milwaukee a 5-3 winner at San Francisco Padres with four in the ninth win 14-13 at Colorado capping a zany weekend even by course field standards a zany weekend in Denver in baseball the guys are back in 10 seconds but first a word from farmers at farmers insurance we know a roof can withstand a lot one exception being an airborne car Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Yankees and Tampa Bay, each one. The Yankees now have 15 straight games where they've hit and allowed a home run. 
Jeez. The longest streak in the history of Major League wow. Baseball. Yankees still a half game over the Rays for first in the AL East. Chris Blank, Arnie Spanier, back to you. Thanks, uh, Steve DeSager. We're coming to oh, you live tonight. Oh, and an tonight. update if you have oh, on College World Series. Just drop it I in at watching. any point during the show. Yeah, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. All you have to do is go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And yes, four runs in the bottom of the ninth inning tonight lead Mississippi State to a win over Auburn. So they advance to the winner's bracket. Well, I can't while contain Auburn myself now. Is on the verge of going two and Q. Arnie, I, I will say this much. I yes. know that you hate on anything that isn't mainstream. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to bring up OJ. That's not mainstream. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I really want to quit Twitter now that OJ is up to almost a million followers. What do I have to do? Uh, Don't answer that question when it comes to OJ. But I will say, there is going to be a play from this Auburn-Mississippi State game, and I don't know if you're watching it too, DeSeg, or if the guys in the studio are watching it, that will be replayed over and over and over. And it was when the third baseman from Auburn could have tagged the guy in front of him to end the game. He throws it to first, air mails the throw, and Mississippi State ties the game and eventually wins it. So there's our update from Omaha, somewhere in middle America tonight. By the way, uh, Arnie, real quick, before we get to a lot of the really good tweets on the show tonight, I noticed that you had Rob Parker on last night, who hates everything. So what was the reaction that you and Aaron and Rob came up when it came to the move for the Lakers to get Anthony Davis? He wasn't buying the whole Lakers are going to win the championship, pump the brakes type thing. He gotcha. He's not sold on it, though. Uh, still, you know, obviously, they're going to make more moves. So, uh, you know, they're who's going to be the third person? Well, they already got a three. Who will be the fourth person to join them? Uh, will make all the difference in the world. And they are the NBA favorites. I don't think that's sunk in with a lot of people. They're the three to one NBA favorites. After that, Milwaukee is six to one. The Clippers are six to one. So they're twice as good as everybody else there. At least what the odds are telling you. Um, but Rob was, you know, kind of poo-pooing it to be honest. What were the Raptors' numbers at this time last year? I'd be, uh, I'd be curious to know where the Toronto Raptors were a year ago, as far as that number is concerned. They weren't the betting fit. They, they didn't have Kawhi at this point last they're, year, did they? I don't even think for so. For next year, they're like the fifth or sixth favorite, like ten to one or twelve to one. So they're still getting no respect, or that's because maybe Kawhi is going to leave. Uh, all right, let me, let me get a couple of tweets in here. Uh, this is from Paul. Good to hear from the Bills Mafia leader on Twitter. Of course, you can hit us up throughout the show. Arnie's at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. And everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Paul writes, I don't understand this trade for New Orleans. Lonzo Ball has the worst shot in the league. Ingram is a health hazard, and they get the fourth pick in a three-player draft. I think I would defend it for New Orleans with what Rick Kamla just said. I I do think that it's more than a three-player draft. I think Jarrett Culver has the potential to be really good. And I also think they could be dealing that fourth pick, Arnie. And they basically control, if Ramona Shelburne's report is correct, about the next seven drafts for the Lakers where they could trade spots with them or they have their pick. So I, I, I suggested I that they trade up one to get R.J. Barrett, which is the national progression here. All you, all you have to do is go from four to three. The Knicks will say, okay, what the heck? Let's go ahead and take a couple of extra first-round picks. And, and you know, it can't get any worse for them. So I, I thought that was a possibility. I was surprised that. Rick didn't think any of the three players that New Orleans got was going to have like a breakthrough type year. I thought he was going to tell me Lonzo Ball, um, which I think is going to benefit from this, may have a type of year that we thought he would have back with the Lakers. 
That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I, wow, I just said that. Mark the tape Crazy. as far as that is concerned. Too, yeah. Well, no, because I agree. I just I started to fall a little bit for Alonzo Ball last year in a good way with the way that he was playing with LeBron. And I thought to myself, well, you know, if they can just if, – if they can keep him healthy and if LeBron stays healthy, look out. But, again, I, I don't know how else to put this, and I'm not trying to, to be too melodramatic, but – Bro, having LeVar Ball out of town is the best thing I think that could have happened to the Lakers. Wow. Shut that dude up. And my and you know, here's the other thing. You said the Lakers were never, ever, ever going to win it. You know that, don't you? Right. And they were never, ever, ever going to lose with Lonzo all on the team. So, I mean, <laughs> thanks, LeVar. Do we have I, to take I, his jersey down from the rafters? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Magic Johnson. Oh, do you hear the other name? I, I, Arnie, Arnie keeps bringing up these points, guys. So when you get mad at me for not getting enough tweets, he brings up these points. Remember, the Lakers punted on D'Angelo Russell because they thought Lonzo was going to be the next guy. Now, all of a sudden, in the eight bazillion podcasts yeah. I've consumed in the last 24 hours and the 50,000 articles my dumb head has read, uh, now they're talking about the Lakers might be looking at D'Angelo Russell. I think as that guy ship has sailed. Yeah, that uh, ship has sailed. I don't why? know if you can go back up and and you know pick him back up again. I I think that you've got to move on and go in a different direction. I right. I don't know if that's where you want to go back there. But I you're dug talking it. about in case Kyrie goes to Brooklyn, correct? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. This is if Kyrie goes to Brooklyn, and and I think, in my opinion, here's your pecking order: uh, one, Kawhi. I think they still make that call. Two. Do you call Kevin Durant, even though he might is going to be out the entire year next year? And do you just say, all right, we got LeBron, and we got AD, and we got Kuzma, and we'll wait a year for KD to get healthy, and then think about that combo whenever he does get healthy. Do you make that call, Arnie? But, well, by the way, well, I was just going to say this, though. I, I'm, I'm not so sure about that because – if you're gold, let me ask. If you're Golden State, do you let Kevin Durant opt in on a one-year deal, pay him the thirty-five, forty million to rehab, and then he bails on you? Wouldn't you say what? no, 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 no? Uh, well, you they don't have opt a say. In, you got to give us a four-year extension, or you you might as well move on from this because we got to pay you two hundred fifty million dollars, and you're going to miss your first year, and who knows how you're going to come back from that injury? I'm, I'm not so sure. I may have to punt on that. Now, that's the beautiful thing on a player option. The team doesn't really have an option, I don't think. You know, Julius Randle tonight informed the Pelicans that he's not going to opt in. So that gives them more money, but they also lose one of their foundational pieces. I understand what you're saying, but to the question, if you're the Lakers and you think he's out there, even though he's going to have a quote-unquote redshirt year, is that a guy that you call, or do you just kind of let that ship sail a little bit? I think I've got to make it a call anyway. Okay, uh, so I, so I, then I, your pecking I, order I, is Kawhi, yeah. and then Kevin Durant, and then Kyrie, right? Isn't that your one through three that you call, and then Jimmy Butler four. Who's fifth on that list? Well, I don't. I, I don't know if I put Kawhi number one because I think there's zero Ooh. chance that the Lakers are going to get him. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I just. I'm yeah. thinking of who of who you call. And, and again, I maybe you realize you're not going to get him, but I'm pretty sure if the Dallas Cowboys head coach's job opened up, you're going to call Bill Belichick or you're going to call Nick Saban because you want to go after the best. If you're looking for a third player to pair with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, you got to shoot your shot, right? So maybe this is just an in general pecking order too, though, when it comes to free agency this year. Uh, you would put Kyrie number one. Then is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to go, I mean, look, Kevin Durant's not going to go there, but if we're going to be realistic, I guess. Why not? Kevin Durant going to go to the Lakers? Why not? I mean, you're, I mean, I, why not? They've got three for this year. 
you you sign him to a long-term deal. You're going to have AD to a long-term deal as well, too. You sit him out for a year, let him rehab. Why not? I, I, well, these I are all the different scenarios. Why would I want him? He's not going to play next year, and then the year after that, who knows how he's going to come back. That could be two years wasted when okay. you've got LeBron there. So I, I, I think you've got to worry about the now and the future. If you're going to play that game, maybe I'd make it for Quay Thompson, not for Kevin okay. Durant. Maybe I'd do it for Quay Thompson. I wouldn't argue with that. Jason McIntyre has reported many times now over the last two weeks on the Big Lead here on Fox Sports Radio and his website, thebiglead.com, which, by the way, you can hear a show Saturday mornings, that Clay Thompson has a role that hasn't been reported yet on the new Space Jam movie and that his intention is to play in Los Angeles. Now, again, now, wait another minute, what, what about that inside source called Michael Thompson that says he's going to stay at Golden State? Uh, I, I don't know. His I, father, I tend to, yes. Jason McIntyre might be closer than Michael. Oh, wait, hold on. Father? Oof. Okay, i got to have a big debate about this one during the break. <laughs> uh, and, and then again, though, too, are you not in the same situation with Clay that you would be potentially in Kevin Durant where you're not going to get a guy for the whole season? And uh, then there was this from Stephen, who has to rain on everyone's parade to write, rain. to believe the Lakers are legit contenders is fool's gold. The NBA has changed since the Miami days. Don't believe Leave the hype. Are you buying that, Arnie? No, there was still. I mean, I am kind of surprised when they said they were the NBA favorites from three to one, and the next favorite is six to one. But yeah, they're the best team in the NBA right now, and I and we'll see what the piece they add. But yeah, believe the hype. This is this is a team that's going to have all eighty-two games on primetime television. It's must-see TV. That's what everybody's going to see. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we just scratched the surface on the tweets for tonight. And again, so many questions about what's next. But what about from the Pelicans' perspective? We'll dive into it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. So we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I, I have I have to read this tweet yeah. that just came into the Fox Sports Radio uh, Twitter account. And here's what's funny about it. This dude edits himself on one word and then drops the F-bomb. So I'm very perplexed by this. <laughs> The uh, blanks, he just put three, uh, four stars and an S at Fox Sports Radio, has no concept of NBA salary cap. They're just throwing names at the Lakers like there is no cap, which, by the way, I don't believe there's a cap in the NBA. I've never believed it. I just think magically you pay a luxury tax and you can fit in anyone you want. I just think it's a mythical thing that they say and we buy into it. That's partially tongue-in-cheek. Then he writes, how the F are the... <laughs> by the way, thanks for editing yourself on one, you dope, and then dropping the F-bomb, but you be you, man. I'm, I'm cool with it. How the F are the Lakers going to sign KD for $35 million when they have 20 23 million cap space left after AD. Okay, well, I mean, how are they going to sign Kyrie or Kawhi or anyone else? Because they have enough money for a third slot with a max contract. They have some work still to do, but if and it depends too, Arnie, on when this deal is reported, which we got to talk to Tanya Ganguly about. Right. But if we're going to talk about Jimmy Butler, and if we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving, I mean, they're not taking any less than Kevin Durant, and they're not taking any less than Clay Thompson anywhere. Correct. So Correct. these are players that could 
beautifully fit in this system, despite what I guess is a complete and total lack of understanding that I'm not sure that we're debating something that even exists in the NBA and the salary cap. I don't know if the salary cap exists in the NFL. I've never heard someone, oh, they went over the salary cap. They just, all right, we'll have this guy take less money. I mean, it's brilliant how they can work around. Let me ask you, since you're on contracts, I brought this up to the last night. We don't have a lot of money. Maybe we got it backwards. Maybe the NFL has it right. Because, I mean, look at the contracts and money wasted on some of these Major League Baseball guys. I mean, my goodness, look at the money being spent on these NBA guys. Maybe it's better off to have one-year guarantees and that's it. I mean, maybe the NFL did have it right. For the teams, it sure is. But, I mean, for the players, it sure is. And here's the point. We are looking, the royal we, are looking at every single potential major money free agent in just about every single situation. If it's uh, Durant staying in Golden State with that core, it could easily happen. They can easily make it work. It's just, it's the reality of this luxury tax world that we live in. If it's... I don't know. Kawhi staying in Toronto are going to the Clippers and Katie joining him there. I mean, these teams and a team like the Lakers, Arnie, they've worked for years to try to make this work cap-wise. Years to try to make it fix. Yeah. And, or get it fixed. And, and you know what? It's interesting because once the first move happens, everything else will trickle on down. Right. I'm, I'm still not even sure that Kawhi Leonard's going to end up leaving Toronto, though I, I feel pretty good about it, to be honest with you. I feel like he's going to end up uh, with the Clippers when it's all said and done. He wants to go back to Los Angeles. It just feels like he's going to leave Toronto. No inside information. just feels that way, Chris. Yeah, that's a gut feel, and I'm completely cool with it because I don't think anybody will ever truly know what Kawhi Leonard wants to do. I mean, <laughs> what's the great interview they had from the, the first NBA Finals MVP that he had with Stuart Scott? And, and Stuart Scott reels off all of his numbers and looks at him and goes, who is Kawhi Leonard? And Kawhi Leonard looks at him and goes, I'm Kawhi Leonard. And that's who he is. He's he's a board man. So uh, let me get one more in here before yeah. we wrap up because uh, I, I thought this was a pretty good point to what you've been dogging on all night long. Paul writes, of course they're camping out in Toronto for the prey tomorrow because there is nothing else to do in Canada. Now, oh, hold on a minute. Wow. There's more. There's more to do in Canada Drinking than just beer. celebrate a parade. Hey, speaking of parades, yeah. what a parade the city of St. Louis threw today! Holy wow. smokes, that was madness! So, congratulations to the Blues. I w- I wish we could talk as much about the Stanley Cup Finals as we have about NBA trades. But well, you just had ten uh, seconds worth, so. Well, I know, you know, I guess I guess we gave it as much as possible. All right. There's always comparisons to other mega deals. So we'll draw some between what Brooklyn gave up for KG back in the day and what the Lakers did whenever they dealt for Steve Nash. How is this different? We'll dive into it next. Plus, Tanya Ganguly joins us from the LA Times right here with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hour two. Let's go. Yes. It's Arnie and Plank from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, coming up a little bit later on in the show, we're going to talk to, well, what am I talking about? Next segment. Tanya Ganguly is going to join us from the LA Times. I'm a big fan, and she has been all over this, and we'll see if we can figure out exactly what the Lakers gave up to get Anthony Davis. And Arnie, it's kind of funny because when Steve DeSager at the bottom of last hour brought up, oh, hey, by the way, the Raptors parade is tomorrow. It yeah. finally hit me. This is our first show since the Raptors won the title. <laughs> so we really haven't had an opportunity to get into it, but it just... Can I, can I just correct you real quick? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is the first time we've done a show since uh, you said the Raptors won the title. Yes. Um, let's let's kind of change the word there. Since the Raptors became champions, they really didn't win it. They just became wow. champions. So let's let's say it like that. Is that that's a better terminology? I like. That's disrespect at an wow. incredibly high Don't, level, come on, stop though, it isn't now. it? I mean, the the men. I gave them the credit. Dudes I went just out and said won it. they're the champions. They didn't win it. They're the champions, though. They didn't make the shots and, you know, create the turnovers or grab the boards. This is more about the injuries for Golden State for you than, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So whenever we talk about Golden State beating Cleveland the first time around, do you talk about Cleveland not having Kyrie Irving and the injuries there? If you're going to make me go back uh, four years ago, I guess I'll have to, but the show's today. so uh, This is right. Your debate, though, this is relevant to your point. Is it always going to be injuries that factor into whether or not a team should have or could have won? Let me remind everybody: well, did the, did, Are you did the best team really win, Chris? Come on, did the best team really win? 
I'm sorry, Arnie. I live in a life where there is a scoreboard, and that determines wins and losses. In this magical little sports radio bubble that you live in, you can give Golden State your little pat on the back trophy if you would like. Who might I remind you, you hated until you picked them to beat Toronto. You despised them. <laughs> and also, I want to remind everybody yeah. that they that the whole take on Golden State heading into the finals was – you know, I think they're better off without Kevin Durant. You know, this is, yeah. I remember listening to a show on this station. Well, I guess if you have Fox Sports Radio or this app, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, that told me what was happening to Golden State was Kevin Durant's worst nightmare. So help me understand that changed and suddenly we're was telling me. Uh, you're talking Toronto, about me? It, no, it was not you, Arnie. Oh. It was, I, I'm just leaving it open. I'm sure you heard the promo a bazillion times. But my thought is it's amazing. And I told you this. Nah, why am I even trying to sell this? No one remembers what we said two weeks ago. What'd you say? Don't don't hold our words against us. Yeah, don't no one remembers against us, yeah. And, and and nobody remembers when you were right. But I told everyone narratives change in a heartbeat in this magic sports world that we live in. And sure enough, it went from Kevin Durant is expendable and they are fine to Kevin Durant is invaluable and they can't win without him. So here we are now with the Raptors as the champion. So you're in the uh you're in the congratulations on receiving the trophy in a, as opposed to congratulations they, look, on they, earning it. Yeah, they get the trophy. They're the champions. You didn't win it. You've just been given it. So, um, And I've got to go on a station in Toronto tomorrow and take my lumps but because uh, the whole country hates me now. But, yeah, go ahead and enjoy it. But let, let's be honest. The better team didn't win it. Don't give me this baloney that injuries is part of the game. Uh, if Kevin Durant's there, Quay Thompson. Uh, if Looney's not, uh, you know, not bagged up Boogie Cousins, Andre Iguodala. I mean, too many injuries to overcome. So let's not be naive to the whole thing here. Don't give me this baloney that injuries affect the game. Okay, all right. This takes me back to one of my favorite hottest takes of all time, and I still haven't let Jason Smith live this one down whenever he said the flu is overrated. So, uh, <laughs> Scott Shapiro, make note, if Jason Smith ever tries to the call up for the flu, yes. the flu's overrated was a take whenever a player had to miss a game because of it. So, anyway, congratulations to Toronto. I think it's amazing. I think it was cool. Now, they're kind of in a unique mode because they don't know what Kawhi's going to do. Uh, and by the way, if you're a big-time Raptor fan like Drake or whoever, sure. um, are you really not sore if Kawhi leaves? Oh, he brought you a championship. That's like saying, well, what do you want? You were married five years. You got five great years. Now your wife wants to divorce you. So I, it must be okay. I, I don't know. Just because they brought you one championship, it's okay for him to leave? I, I'm not following that. Would you go on five years of mediocrity for your Knicks to swing for the fences and give you one title if they had made a move and brought in Kawhi Leonard this year? Would you be mad if you got one title? And the only price you might pay is for the next four or five years, well, I say only price, you're going to be back to about where you were, if not a little bit better, because he's going to move on and go somewhere else. You're telling me you wouldn't want that title? So if you're telling me then that's the answer, then the Boston Celtics did the wrong thing by not trading uh, Tatum uh, for Anthony Davis. Well, maybe. Maybe. They could be. But I'm just asking you in general. Arnie Spanier, you're well, trying you see, to— I'm a New York Knicks fan. I'd do anything just to make the stinking playoffs. That's not fair. Uh, right. If, if, so why know, would they hate on it? Why would they be mad? He's like, all right, you gave me my title. I'm happy. You go do your thing. We'll take our five, six years of trying to rebuild without you. 
Well, you don't want him to go. That's why you're building up your. You could be the dominant okay. team in the Eastern Conference. You could get another piece. Uh, you know, you want to bring back everybody. I, I don't know if I'd be so. Well, thank you, thank you for bringing us a championship. Now, just go hit the road, big one, and enjoy where you go. End up, we wish you the best. I, I don't. Well, first, I don't see, I don't think they're doing that, but you're really dodging this question here a little bit because but, you're saying, I'd do anything to make the playoffs, but then you're saying, oh, I'd be mad if he go. They just won the damn title, Arnie. They're getting rings. They're going to have a banner that will hang forever oh, as long the, as they're a franchise. Half the people that are coming to the parade think they're going to a Maple Leafs parade. They don't even know what's going on. Stop it. You're really not going to have a good time on Toronto radio tomorrow. I'm just I'm just warning you right now. I appreciate this. If y'all are running tape on this to play it before Arnie comes oh, on. Oh, for me by special request. I've already been on three times on this show. They're, they're really going to roast me. Do you do you turn coat whenever you get on there? You're like, no, oh, man, it's just I, great. I picked, they're awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. I picked Golden State to win in a sweep, so they didn't forget about that. And then you double down after uh, yeah. they won Game Five, I think, and Nothing said that they're like going to come back and seven. Losing twice on the same hand of blackjack, always. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got a pair of sevens. Let me split them and take one crappy hand and make two crappy hands out of it. By the way, there is nothing like that. There is some news in the NBA tonight, and again, most of the conversation around the the association this evening has revolved around not necessarily the Raptors' parade tomorrow, but the big deal the Lakers made to acquire Anthony Davis in exchange for a package that included Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart. The news tonight is that Julius Randle will indeed hit the open market. So there is that as far as the, 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 the Pelicans part of this is concerned. But it's funny, Arnie, because... It's amazing how many people have done a 180 on how great Lonzo Ball can be now that the Lakers traded him. But I'm also as intrigued. I'm just gonna say it's not how great. Go ahead. Um, it's not how great he could be. All of a sudden, we always thought the potential was there. I think just Los Angeles wasn't the best place for him. And I really think that if out of the three, the question when I was asking Rick and you guys and. You didn't allude to it. I think Lonzo is going to benefit the most out of anybody from this thing. Lonzo <laughs> is really going to show. Um, you know, maybe play more freely and not worry about what people are saying. Obviously not a strong media market. I think it's really going to benefit him down there. Uh, well, I, I again, though, too, Arnie, I, I agree with you in a lot of ways, but I think his dad is always going to be given that mic in order to make sure that his son is focused on maybe more with more scrutiny than he should. I, I'm telling you right now, I follow way too many people on Twitter. And everyone yesterday, oh gosh, I I get the I guess this means that Levar Ball is going to have a microphone in front of his face again. I can't stand it when Levar Ball talks and blah. And what are they doing as soon as Levar Ball talks, Arnie? They're reacting to it and they're retweeting it. The yeah, dude wins every single time. They're full of baloney. They love when Levar talks. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. now, I'm one of those that can't stand it. It literally gives me little chills up the back of my spine you know, every time he talks. For everything he said, let's give him credit. Um, no. You know, well, Lonzo was. Uh, a top pick in the in the NBA draft. He was. Um, next year's draft, twenty twenty. What's the what's the young one's name? Lamelo. Lamelo. Yep. He's already projected as like a top three pick. So you know that's uh, that's two or three. That's not two right there. By the way, Mark Stein has some news tonight uh, on Lamelo Ball, saying that it's as if he's going to find an alternative to college in the year before coming draft eligible. Uh, he said this weekend that a decision was coming soon. China and Australia are the nations right now that Lamelo is considering for next year. The 
Illawarra Hawks? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. I-L-L-W-A-R-R-A Hawks of the NBL have been mentioned as a potential landing spot for LaMelo, but uh, the contracts are negotiated with the league rather than individual teams. So it's uh, funny that you brought him up because Mark Stein just dropped a little bit of news on the potential top five pick in next year's draft. Now, Arnie. Yeah. Looking ahead to this year's draft, Tanya Ganguly is coming up next. You mentioned a three-person draft. The Pelicans will sit at fourth. Something is going to happen when the NBA draft takes place in, what, uh, a couple of days. It's the dumbest thing in sports, and I don't know why we can't fix it. Who's got the fourth pick in the draft? The Pelicans, right? Absolutely. The trade has been made. Right. Why are we going to force some young man to walk up there and put on a lace hat and smile for pictures with Lakers backdrop behind him? And in when uh, Adam Silver announces with the fourth pick, the Los Angeles Lakers select, we all know what's going on here. Why can we not just go ahead and put this in place? Because... I don't know how you feel. I think it's the dumbest thing in sports to have I this thought, wait out I, like it is. I thought they changed it to nope. like 12 hours before the draft. So that that still wasn't changed. I, was I wrong on that, Chris, or what? I don't know if you're wrong on it. I just don't know when this trade will officially become official. If that's pro- Is that proper terminology? Yeah, that's I don't know enough. when this yeah. becomes official with the NBA because in everything that I've seen so far – the Lakers will still have the fourth pick. They'll take the selection, and then this trade will not become official until either July 9th, somewhere where it could be in August, somewhere where it could be in September. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous to see just absolutely how, I guess, flexible or well, maybe even fluid this timeline is. Suppose they wanted to move up the Pelicans from number four to number three. How does that work out? The Lakers make a trade and the Pelicans yeah, have to give up an extra great first. Point. I don't three and they give up future assets. So then the Pelicans will pick one. You'll have the announcement of the Grizzlies pick at two, and then the Knicks will pick three, and the Lakers will pick four. And technically, that guy at three will be going to the Pelicans, and the guy at four will be going to the Knicks. Yes, this is ridiculous. I mean, just make let, let it happen. Tanya Ganguly tweeted this earlier. Said while the Pelicans are open to moving back the date of execution, that's going to depend on whoever has the number four pick being willing to wait that long. It's a tough ask that doesn't seem that likely. So we have her coming on next. Hopefully, she can give. Give us some, some perspective because it's just it's ridiculous, right? If you've had this many moves to still have a dude trotting out there in his Lakers hat when he's not going there. Yeah, and they've altered the free agency thing, I guess is what I, I was looking up also. That you that's uh, what, twelve hours or, or twenty four hours before it's supposed to happen. So They've changed that a little bit, so I don't know why they won't change this. By the way, before we uh, wrap up this segment, Lou Riley with a very good tweet who hits us up and says, Name an NBA champ before Toronto with only one major star. Golden State had three Hall of Famers before injuries and ended up with Curry and three studs playing in major pain, Cousins, Looney, and Iggy. It's unprecedented. Give Toronto asterisks. Raptors are 10-1 to to repeat. Plank, get real. I, I mean, so... 1954 St. Louis Hawks. We're going to hate... Uh, are you being serious right now, or did you just I, I, pull I'm that one off the serious, top of your head? I, I, <laughs> I, well, the only reason I know that off the top of my head is, or at least I think I do, is because I said that the Raptors are the worst team to win the championship since the 54 St. Louis Hawks or whatever they were. Well, well, fair enough, but I'm just... Here, here's fair my enough. <laughs> I'm not in the business of essing all over titles. You guys can oh, do that, I am. and that's, that's my fine business. by that's, me. That, but that's go on ahead. my card. 
I respect it. And there's and here's what sucks is there's no one in Toronto to stand up. You guys just take this beating from dopes like Arnie and Lou Riley. Don't take this. You guys want a title. You're going to hang a banner. Guess what? Golden State was supposed to be better without KD. And then Klay Thompson gets injured. Guess what? No one would be saying, oh, I mean, uh, the Warriors beat a shorthanded Raptors team. If Kawhi went down, no. You'd still be selling Golden State like they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. So, sorry, you got hurt. You stayed injury free for your previous sorry four you title got runs. Hurt. Yeah, That's it happens like, in you got sports. A boo-boo. It happens in it sports. Happens. Period. All right. When we come back, Tanya Ganguly, what is the details of this Lakers Pelicans trade, and how much is still up in the air? We'll dive into it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Let's go. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio, talking a lot tonight about the trade of Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Tanya Ganguly is the Lakers beat writer for the LA Times. If you're not following her on Twitter, you should. Yep. At Tanya Ganguly, T-A-N-I-A. Tanya, first and foremost, 
Uh, I'm very confused. So is this deal official? Will the Lakers still be making the fourth pick, or will it be the Pelicans? When is this deal going to be executed? I mean, do we know that? I know you've been all over this and digging into it nonstop. Do we know the true parameters and the timing when with it, uh, by which this deal will become official yet? We know the true parameters, but it's the, the timing is a little complicated because so the Lakers will definitely the Lakers will be officially making the pick. So whoever gets selected fourth overall will be selected by will put on the Lakers hat and be selected by the Lakers. But we don't what we don't know is when that pick is gonna be conferred to to the other team, when that pick is gonna be moved and and it has really significant cap implications because for the Lakers if they can trade that pick, if they can sign that pick and trade that pick, then they'll they'll have an extra. I think it's like an extra four million dollars in salary cap space. But if they have to trade just the draft rights to that pick, they'll lose that money, and it will affect what they're able to do in free agency this year. Tanya, what happens if the Pelicans say, okay, we want to trade with the Knicks, we want to move up a spot, so we'll give you the number four pick, we'll move up to the number three, and we'll throw in another pick, uh, one of those first-round selections. How would that work? Well, that's the thing. I think if the Lakers are to are to be able, like what the Lakers want to do is move, is have this trade executed later in the future. And in order to be able to do that, they're going to have to have the cooperation of not only the Pelicans, but the teams that choose the teams that work with the Pelicans and that choose that would choose to have that fourth pick. So if, if another team takes that fourth pick and says, look, we don't, we don't want to wait that long. We want to get the, get our draft pick in right away. We want to have him in free agency. We want to have him in summer league, which will be from July 15th to uh, July 5th to 15th, I should say. Um, you know, then that that's going to be a non-starter for the Lakers. So I think there's a lot there's a lot of factors in play here, and the most likely scenario right now is that it, this trade gets executed right as soon as the moratorium ends, and um, the the Lakers have a little bit less cap space because of that. Mm. Could that be detrimental then towards their pursuit of Kyrie or Jimmy Butler or I don't know Kevin Durant or whomever? I mean, if that's the case, and what they're going to have to hope is that one of those guys is willing to take a deal that's for less money than they could get otherwise. The thing that you have to remember is that if these guys are leaving anyway, they're going to be sacrificing a certain amount of money anyway. So maybe they will say, okay, I'm sacrificing the money. I'm leaving my home team, and I'm sacrificing this money anyway maybe i it's okay that i sacrifice more money but who knows i mean it's 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 very up in the air but but uh i think like just just the basic numbers of what the lakers are able to offer are going to go down if they cannot if if they cannot get the timing of this deal to work in their favor tanya who really was the mastermind behind this was it genie <laughs> uh, was it rob polinka uh, you know, who, who else was, you know, was it uh, really LeBron pulling the shots here in Rich Paul? Who, who was really behind all this? I mean, I think that the, mas- the mastermind behind these deals, it's hard to say, but, you know, what what's really important for the Lakers is that they needed, they, they needed a star. So I think, I mean, it's, 
when you say mastermind, like it's hard to say if it's hard to say whether or not um, whether it's hard to say like what whether or not teams were interested in in like propping up certain certain decisions. The bottom line is the Lakers needed to needed to add another star. They said that's what they were going to do. They said two years ago they said the 2018 2019 off or when they were going to do it. So. There was a lot of pressure for them to to get this done and to get somebody else in the fold with LeBron this year, and they've done that so far. Um, there's now going to be a lot of pressure for them to have a team that will compete for the championship, especially with the Warriors having all the injuries that they've had. So you know it's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, I think I think that there's. There has been, and there still will be, a lot of pressure on the Lakers front office to figure this out because they promised that over the last two years they would create a team that would be able to compete for championships. Tanya, how important was it for uh, Kyle Kuzma to stay in the purple and gold? I saw the reports out there that Jeannie Buss desperately wanted to keep him around. I know that he is a favorite of the front office. How important was it to not have him in a package to New Orleans? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think like... I. It's funny because I don't I don't know that like this idea that like Jeannie Buss loved him. I mean, the, <laughs> the front office loved him. They wanted him, they wanted to keep him. They didn't want to trade him. And he he had make a, made a big effort to to sort of like build those relationships and and you know like anybody like anybody in a company he he made an effort to build the relationships within his company to make sure that they valued him and that they wanted him around for a long time. Kyle Kuzma was a guy that the Pelicans really wanted. They really liked him. And probably if the Lakers hadn't, if the Lakers had agreed to part with him, they could have gotten some other guys. I mean, they could have maybe not spent as much as they did on this, on this trade it was it was a really big haul for the Pelicans, um, but 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 that was part of the, the Lakers. The Lakers believed in Kuzma because of what he was able to offer them, and it's partially off the court, partially on the court. I mean, those things all factor into it. But I think he did a really good job of trying to develop relationships and trying to prove his value, and the Lakers really believe in him from now on. Well, Tanya, are you a surprised that the Lakers are the favorite at three to one? I kind of caught me by surprise. I thought they were going to be up there, but I didn't think they'd be the overwhelming favorite at three to one. Just getting Anthony Davis. Yeah, I'm surprised that Vegas is a lot more than I do. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that it, it jumped up like that. I mean, it did that. That happened before even the official trade happened. I sort of follow those sometimes to be like. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh, I think I think something's probably going to happen this weekend because they seem to know things before they happen." <laughs> Good stuff, Tanya. I know you're busy covering this. We appreciate you taking time to join us and no give problem. us some perspective and analysis. Thanks, Have Tanya. a great night. Tanya Ganguly from the Los Angeles Times covers the Los Angeles Lakers. I think she was being bothered while she was. Did you hear the people yelling at her? What was up oh, with that? There's a Tanya? lot of stuff going on. It's Don't a big people time. around. Yeah, party time. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's go a little bit more in depth on this with your thoughts. I have not done a good job on Twitter. That's what no, the you final hour and 30 minutes of this show are for. Yeah. So, uh, and to Sagers in the house to get us caught up on everything else that we've missed while we've mm-hmm. been talking nonstop NBA. Yeah, he What's hasn't going done on? a good Steve? job either. Go ahead. Yeah, of course. Uh, she 
was being bothered during the interview because Arnie was asking questions too. Wow. <laughs> While we're talking wow. basketball, the championship winning coach, Nick Nurse of the Raptors, does plan to lead Team Canada at the end of the summer at the Basketball World Cup, which China will be hosting. The Canadian roster could have Andrew Wiggins and Jamal Murray Oof. in group play. It's going to be Canada against Australia and Ben Simmons in one of the games. So the end of this summer is basketball's World Cup and next summer an Olympics in Tokyo, the summer game. So just over 12 months apart, these two. USA training camp in Vegas is early August. Remember, it's not Mike Krzyzewski anymore as the coach. It's Greg Popovich, Team mm-hmm. USA coach. Steve Kerr is one of the assistants. And on the list of 20 NBA players for Team USA training camp in August includes... James Harden, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Ooh. Kevin Love, C.J. McCollum, Kemba Walker, and others. So, wow. Looking forward to that. And the Basketball World Cup comes up in early September. Gary Woodland won the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach today, so no three in a row for Brooks Kepko, who won the last two U.S. Opens. Still the only guy to win three straight of that major well, that was back in 1905. Brooks Kepka did make some history, became only the fourth golfer to break 70 in all four rounds of a U.S. Open. He's the only one that didn't win it, though, because the problem was a few minutes later, Gary Woodland did the same thing. He became the fifth, and he takes it by three strokes over Kepka. It is Woodland's <laughs> first career major win. Soccer, Women's World Cup in France, USA a 3 nothing winner against Chile. The U.S. closes group play on Thursday afternoon against Sweden on Fox TV. Sweden a 5-1 winner earlier today against Thailand. NASCAR's Cup Series was off this weekend. The Xfinity race on FS1 was won by Christopher Bell, his fourth win in that series this year. The Trucks race at Iowa today went to Brett Moffat, an Iowa native, after the first place finisher, Ross Chastain, failed post-race inspection. Big so, controversy. The, Big controversy. Apparently, Mr. NASCAR, correct me on this. Go ahead. The new rule, it used to be you'd hear Monday or Tuesday, somebody, oh, he, he won, but he failed post-race inspection, so he'll just be fined or something like that. Now they take nope. the entire thing away from they him. They should. After the fact. <laughs> the second place guy was ready to leave the track and be sad and oh by the way you you won you won congratulations (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was great another good start for the Dodgers Hyunjin Ryu tonight in fact I got the numbers from ESPN stats and info his ERA down to 1.26 1.26 this deep into the season that is the lowest ERA by a Dodger ever this deep into the season since earned runs became official in 1912 Lower than Don Drysdale in 1968. I don't know if I believe that. That was lower than Sandy Koufax's last year, Don Sutton, all of them. It's 1.26. Fernando, when he had that great run? Fernando had a season where he didn't allow a run at all in the first month of a year and was (laughs) 2-2. Hyunjin Ryu is 9-1. No decision tonight because the Dodgers' RBI single to go ahead was bottom of the eighth after he left. Dodgers beat the Cubs 3-2. Cubs now a game back of the first-place Brewers in the NL Center. Central Milwaukee, a 5-3 winner at San Francisco. In a few minutes, we'll talk more about that padres Rocky series, which was crazy. San Diego with four runs top of the ninth today to win 14-13. The guys are back in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. 
Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Hey, one other note from the U.S. Open. A golfer who won the NCAA title on the Oklahoma State team a year ago, Victor Hovland, broke a Jack Nicklaus record today. Lowest score for an amateur ever at the U.S. Open. He was four under for the weekend, broke the record by two strokes. And that was a 1960 Jack wow. Nicklaus amateur record. And so now this guy is actually going to next week play for money he's a pro now at the travelers but he had won at pebble beach u.s amateur last year was low amateur at the masters now low amateur at the u.s open stud stud as we come to you live from the geico fox sports radio studios it's easy to save 15 percent or more on car insurance with geico go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO the only hard part figuring out which way is easier you guys are cracking me up on twitter right now Tanya alone she's been working all night long on this anthony davis story which has been non-stop and Arnie, I'll say this much. Yeah. It's been nonstop just to hammer out the details, I think, of it, which has been a bit of a challenge. And more than anything now, you and I and Ben Maller coming up next and Clay Travis tomorrow morning. And uh, Cl- Colin Coward tweeted tonight that he's postponing his vacation to come on and talk about this tomorrow. Wow. Now, we, we get to banny about the details of this and whether or not we think it was a good move or not. By and the I way, love. Is- I was going to Go say, the Pelicans must watch TV this year. Are, are you going to be like, okay, the Pelicans are odd? Or is that just to start the season off and see how they do? No, no. I watched the Lakers the last three years with these scrubs. I'm good with watching the Pelicans again. Oh, whoa. See, wow. that's what you're seeing. If wow. you watch the Lakers the last three years, you're getting the Pelicans. Just throw in Drew Holiday. And I, you know what, though, in, in all seriousness? To see Zion Williamson, I think he becomes kind of must-see TV, right? I mean, go back to last year. These last two years, Arnie, in college basketball, we've had a guy that in a lot of ways has become must-watch TV. Trey Young, two years ago at Oklahoma. Zion Williamson last year at Duke. I don't know if Trey necessarily carried over to become must-watch with the Hawks yet, but I think Zion Williamson's going to be a guy that people are going to watch early, don't you? Or am I putting too much into that basket? I want to watch because you know, you say it's just the Lakers and they moved over to the Pelicans, but I want to see how Lonzo Ball comes back from injury and if his game picks up a little bit. I want to see how Brandon Ingram's going to be. And of course, I want to watch Zion. And I'm still not even, I don't even know what's with the number four pick, if they get the number three pick, I I don't even want to get into that. um, Who they'll get in the draft. (laughs) So I've got some interest to see what they're going to do. And how about that timing? How about that timing story that Tanya talked about? If they're allowed to sign and then yes, trade the I, pick. Yes, I had heard that. You, you, the, the Lakers will get a benefit of $4 million or something to that effect. If they trade his rights, they'll lose money. And it's all about timing more than anything else. And I don't know if anyone's going to do anything to help out the Lakers. I don't see David Griffin going, all right, okay, you could sign him. Especially if that pick ends up somewhere else. So it's going to be a very fascinating couple of weeks to see how this plays out. couple of quick tweets before we grab a timeout. Uh, Michael writes, Arnie, the Lakers are looking good, but they still need pieces, not another star. Learn from Golden State. Have a bench. You'll win championships. The Warriors didn't. They lost to Toronto. Oh, Nothing stop against the Toronto. The Warriors with Clay. And, uh, you you bitch at me for not reading tweets, and then you yeah. trample all over when I finally do. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go, Go ahead. No, it's over. Go ahead, Arnie. Well, no, Go maybe because Lord from the Warriors. What am I going to learn? They have stars. What are you talking about, though? What do you mean, you know, learn from the Warriors? Uh, they, they've got three, four stars there. they got four of them. So, you know, that, that's the way you win it. 
Kawhi got lucky. Lucky. Toronto got lucky. Uh, to win with Lone Star. Oh, wow. Now you're calling him lucky. Oh, my. I would not go on that Toronto show tomorrow, Arnie, if I were you. It wasn't uh, luck. I mean, <laughs> Clay Thompson going down and Kevin Durant going down. I mean, come on now. It's stroke of luck for them. Why wasn't it lucky for Portland then in the series before them or Houston, who everyone thought was going to be? Exactly. Uh, Eddie writes, Magic set it up for the Lakers? Magic left the Lakers <laughs> like he was about to face the Germans at Normandy. I will say this much. That's a little cold, Eddie. But if anybody, and I mean anybody, tries to give Magic credit for the Lakers finally getting Anthony Davis. Please stop. I love Magic more than anybody. He was my favorite player. He just wasn't good as an executive. And I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that Rob Polinka or Kurt Rambis or Jeannie Buss are the end-all, be-all. Or Linda but Rambis. This, or, or, or Linda. Yes. Who, I mean, you're, you're infatuated with throwing in. I don't know if you have a crush on her or what. Well, Did she go to Palisades running, too? Yeah. But I just, I, I think that in my opinion, you've got to go to work. You've got to do the job. You've got to be invested if you're going to be a president of ops or a GM. You can't have your side hustle be the ultimate thing. You can't be the president of operations and then spending your time driving Uber to get your side cash. I mean, you've got to be invested in it, and for goodness sakes, he wasn't. Or this deal would have got done last year. By the way, uh, Arnie, do you think that New Orleans, by waiting, got more yesterday than they would have received if they made the deal in when was it uh, uh, November or excuse me February whenever they could have had Kuzma waiting till today or this weekend did they end up getting a better haul than if they would have taken the initial offer from the Lakers that did include Kuzma and a couple of picks I think so when I heard what went down I said wow that's kind of a haul there especially the three first-round picks. Um, then on the player side, we thought Kuzma was going to be in the deal. He wasn't, so there was a surprise there. But I, I thought they got about as much as they could. Yeah, would have Boston worked out and they could have got Datum? Sure, but they weren't going to pull that if that meant that they were renting Anthony Davis for just one year. So that was a little unrealistic to think that was going to happen. I think they got the best they could for Anthony Davis at that point. All right, Steve DeSaker is in the house. Guys, stop. Stop. Twitter. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, DeSager's got an update. There's some really good tweets. Let's stop. Larry tweets it. This trade looks more and more like Dwight Howard. The Lakers should not have given up that much. The Lakers would love to have Nikola Vucevic back with the picks that they gave up. <laughs> Who? Uh, that's, that's an Arnie line. Listen, Larry... Uh... I'm, you've got to take this chance, and I'm sorry. I heard I haven't heard Anthony Davis compared to Dwight Howard, but then again, then again, to that point in Dwight Howard's career, he was considered to be the biggest thing in the league. Think about that for a little bit. All right, when we come back, Steve Desager, and also more of your tweets, which are fantastic at Stinking Genius One at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, <laughs> this is from Paul at yeah. the Healthy Goon. Or He's just ripping healthy us. Goon, I saw that. I saw it. Well, this is why Sager is here to save the day, Steve. 
He writes, come on, yeah. guys. How long can you beat this to death? How many times can you repeat every Laker topic? Jeesh. Jeesh is a new one. It's sheesh, man. I'll just I'll help you out there. Isn't there any sports to talk about two days straight with the same crap? Wait, if well, I talked about Toronto winning it all, it would have been three straight days of the same crap. Wouldn't that they went on Thursday? This hasn't even been around for like 36 hours to Sager. But anyway, we, that's we, why Steve is here to save us. We did get in the trucks race last segment. Yes, we did. I was very happy about that. <laughs> I very must happy. say for baseball that even by Coors Field standards, it was the craziest of crazy weekends with Padres at Rockies. Uh, first off, the voice of Ted Leitner. Ladies and gentlemen, your Padres have tied the ball game again. And he probably said that every day a few uh, in a day and anyway it was uh, Padres radio there's four runs in the top of the ninth Padres won 14-13 today do you know that the uh, guy with the most saves in the majors is the Padres closer this year Kirby Yates got his 24th already we're only in mid-June Hunter Renfro with two homers for him he has 23 so if you add up all the runs of this weekend series Padres and Rockies scored 92 runs the most ever for a four-game series the Padres' starting pitcher today gave up nine earned runs in an inning and a third, and they still won the game. What's his ERA? <laughs> yeah, he may be going to the minors after that, and yeah. his ERA may be sticking there for a while. <laughs> the closer for Colorado was Wade Davis. He took the loss, but actually they pulled him during the ninth inning. And then John Gray came on, and as a reliever, they issued two intentional walks. You know that you don't have to throw the four balls, the four wide ones anymore. So they just said, you, go to first. Oh, you, go to first as well. That loaded the bases, and then it was the pitcher spot. The Padres were out of pinch hitters in this wild game, so they sent a pinch pinch hitter who was a pitcher to bat for the pitcher. And he walked with bases loaded, and they got the lead and won 14-13 to 13 Dodgers used to do that all the time, sending up their <laughs> – Fernando used to bat all the time. Yeah, he used to be a hitter, yeah. Yeah, he used to a be good a, one. A very, a very Fernando good one. Fernando played right field, I remember, once. Extra inning game when they yeah. ran out of players. Although, I remember that game because anytime they had a lefty up at bat and they thought they might hit it to Fernando, they called timeout and switched the left and right fielders and then say, <laughs> okay, but time in. Didn't they let him pitch, move him to right field, then brought him back to the Pitcher's mound. I think that's the only time I've ever seen something like that. I believe so, because yeah. they had nine players left. They couldn't sub anybody. <laughs> the leadoff man for the Rockies this weekend, Charlie Blackman, the first player ever in a four-game series to have 10 RBIs and at least 15 hits in a four-game series. So if you add it up, needless to say, in the Padres franchise, they've never scored 44 runs in a four-game series. This set the record for most hits combined in a four-game series, or at least in the last 90, 100 years or so. Jeez. Uh, and also, the game today, it was 9-8 Rockies after two and a half innings with a 14-13 Padre final. There were some amazing numbers from Buster Olney, the baseball writer on ESPN, that yeah. this season, teams that are down five after the sixth inning, add up all the games, all the teams, if you're down five after the sixth inning, record of three and 251. Two of the three wins were this weekend by the Padres in yeah. this series. Wow. <laughs> they got, on Friday night, six runs in the ninth to tie, and then another five in the twelfth to win. The Padres franchise had never been down six in the ninth and still won a game. Oh, and 766 in franchise wow. history. And if you go back about the last 15 years of Major League Baseball... 
nobody had been down six in the ninth and still won a game over that span since 2005. Wait, wait, let me just, didn't the Dodgers lose to the Phillies once like that? Yes, but that was before 2005. That was okay, back in the okay. 90s when Kruk was playing. There was Look a at me pulling comeback. that one out, huh, Very big good. boy, or Two what? Two good ones in this segment. Yeah. Anyway, it was just absolute craziness, and sadly, the Padres apparently don't return to Colorado until mid-September. There was the Dodger win over the Cubs tonight. Kenley Jansen with his 21st save, but he made it interesting again, allowing a yeah. single and a walk to start the night. He did throw out a runner at the plate in the ninth. He also, against the Cubs last night, gave up the hit batter and home run to lose a one-run game. Dodgers win by one tonight. So the Cubs are a game back in the Central because the first place Milwaukee Brewers won again. Christian Yelich with an RBI double. It's, again, mid-June, and he has 57 yeah, RBIs. He's pretty good, huh? He's batting 343. I think he's top five in steals in the league, too. All-star Josh Hader with two perfect innings and Milwaukee 5-3 over the Giants the final, beating Jeff Samarja, former wide receiver of Brady Quinn at Notre Dame. Jeff Samarja threw 114 pitches in only five innings. So wow. the guy's got an ERA of four. He's three and six. He's making millions after millions after millions. So yet again, kids, play baseball. If you have a choice between sports... <laughs> Just play baseball. Don't play a hockey goalie. I know that. <laughs> That's right, because your dad might have to move to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Rent a yacht. Uh, anyway, Yankees and Tampa Bay each one at AAA for the Yankees today. Aaron Judge with an RBI single. He went one for four. Giancarlo Stanton 0 for four with a couple of strikeouts. But as we mentioned on the show last night, they get Encarnacion from Seattle. Boy, talk about fire sale. And so, like, they need another slugger. They're going to get these two guys back from AAA rehab as well. The Yanks are going to hit 250 homers this year. Jeez. Going to be unbelievable. Great stuff to Sager. We Thanks appreciate Sager. it, man. I still can't stop watching that uh, home run that Stan hit last night in, what, A or AAA, wherever. That was insane. So when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, guess what? We're going back to talking Anthony Davis. We've got buy or sell. We've got stock up, stock down. And we've got Arnie's picks coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Let's go! Final hour, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate. Quote... He's the stinking genius. I'm merely Chris Plank. You know who the real losers are of this whole thing that the Raptors won the championship, don't you? Who's that? Our listeners. Why is why is that? Oh, come on. Come on. You don't think our listeners wanted the Warriors to win so Steve O'Kerr could call into the show? Now Steve O's not gonna call into the show because the Warriors didn't win. Well, three three titles before this they won and he didn't. So, oh, stop with why that. Would the show's this be today. Different? Come on now. I, I understand this, and yes. it's a fair point, but I, I ask you this a lot. What makes this time different is my only question. What, what, what's new? You know, what's new is that uh, he would have won ahead and the dynasty would have continued. Now that it's over, I don't think he wants to face the music, so he's going to back away. And I don't blame him. Uh, he just and, and you probably said things to upset him, which is why he didn't call years. Oh past yeah, also. me, yeah, me. I'm the one that wanted to fight Steph Curry because of how he chewed on his mouthpiece. Hey, you know, I, I was thinking about this a lot. It, it let, and again, not to get too far away from Anthony Davis. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm kidding. But at times when I heard Steve Kerr talk after the the Raptors won the title. I almost felt like I was listening to a guy that was somewhat saying goodbye. And then other times, I felt like I was listening to a guy that was ready to to go after it for another year or two. And then I stopped and realized, is this me reading into it or trying to hear something? Because, Arnie, there were moments when I was listening to Steve Kerr on when, when was the final game, Tuesday, Wednesday night, whenever it was, where I thought, this is it. He's retiring. I mean, now again... I, don't think that's something that would come out for a while. Maybe it won't come out at all. Maybe he sticks around. But did, did you get the sense that even the smile on his face after the the timeout was called when they didn't have one, almost like a guy that you know realized he might be done? Or am I reading too much into this? Um, no, I don't think you're reading too much into it. You know what's so funny? Uh, was it you and I that had a rush on, or was it when I had to, was doing the show with Torres? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, you and I had a rush on. We talked were, to Rosh. Were you yeah, the ones that, that were laughing at me hysterically when I uh, proposed that maybe Steve Kerr would want to step down from the Warriors yes. and take over Arizona? No, you no you had brought it up to take over the Lakers was what you were. Well, yeah, but at I mean, that that, I mean, now if it's ever going to happen, think about this. Uh, of course, you've got major troubles with the Warriors. You right. have no Durant, no Clay Thompson. Uh, of course, Steve's not getting any younger, even though uh, he's younger than me. I look younger. Uh, and there could be a plum job opening up, which is like a part retirement job. And that could be at the University of Arizona. Um, <laughs> I'm still not sure how that's all going to come down, when it's going to come down, 
or if it's going to come down. I'm I'm not even I'm so cloudy on that right now, Chris. I I couldn't even tell you exactly what's going to happen there. But if some of the rumors are true, there could be an opening there, and you know that'd be a pretty good retirement job for him. There was a report that came out late last week. Well, what am I talking yeah. about? This past week, right, right. That they were that there were going to be a notice of allegation sent out to four or five schools, right. And I haven't heard anything up, right. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's very weird, and maybe but, that mean, could but, be. But, but but I mean, wouldn't that look again? I'm not firing Sean Miller, but um, if Steve wanted to go ahead and you know not retire fully but pull it back a little bit, Arizona would be a perfect place for him. Oh, you bet. Hire young up and comer to go get him on the recruiting trail with you. But thanks I don't know. for laughing at me a, a couple weeks ago. I laughed at you when you said that he would go to the Lakers. Oh, I, was I was with right, you on Arizona. Team, big deal. Come on now. <laughs> That's a fairly significant swing and a miss, but I'm trying to have your back on this. Don't hurt yourself patting yourself on the back when I'm trying Thank to do you. it for you. <laughs> My goodness. What are you? Uh, are you still mad about your son getting a yacht in Italy? Is that he, what this is I, all he, about he, tonight he with your mood? It. My son said that him, him and some of his buddies, along with some girls they just met, uh, we're going to rent a luxury yacht. And I go, how are you paying for this? He goes, I put it on your credit card. He goes, well, he had the curve. It wasn't really a luxury yacht. It was a luxury sailboat. So What's... I go, that, that's just the same thing, though. And they, I guess they got a captain to, you know, drive the thing. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. This all sounds expensive to me. I'm, I'm afraid to look at my credit card statement. They've got a captain? I mean, they have to pay him, too. Yeah, but so, you can't I mean, just they... take the sailboat. You can't take somebody's... Half-million-dollar sailboat and drive it yourself, can you? Holy smokes, man. He's having a good time over oh, there right yeah. now. He's having a, he flew to Paris. He was in Italy. and he just he was supposed, He's supposed to be studying. I don't know what he's studying, how to make wine or something. But, um, yeah, he's having a blast, no doubt. I'm starting to wonder how much you're making right now. I, I, I'm, <laughs> that's what I want to know. When I hear your son going to Italy and then flying luxury, to Paris for a day. Uh, yeah, luxury sailboats, all that stuff, yeah. I'll tell you what. If, if someone tried to rent a, a luxury sailboat on my credit card, they would get the sir. Uh, do you happen to have another credit card? Uh, this one doesn't seem to be going through. It's that great moment during Hard Knocks last year whenever yeah. Baker Mayfield had to give his credit card for an RV, and he's standing there, and she's like, okay, you're set. He goes, thank goodness it went through. I mean, that's how I feel every <laughs> single time I lose. I use mine. By the way, I I, to that. think I'm complaining about camp, I have to go camping this week, Arnie. Ooh. I have to go, yes, and I'm going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, so Nothing get this Nothing I hate curveball. more. Wow. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. yeah. Outdoorsmen, I'll just accept you're, you're bigger men than me. I want to be in a hotel. I want to be in a bed. I want to be somewhere comfortable. If, if I, don't I had be to sleep in an outside. air mattress in somebody's oh. office, now, that's too rough for me. I have slept on office floors before because I've done some things in my life, Arnie. But, <laughs> but I'll say this much. I need your advice on this before we get back to sports. As we're getting ready to leave, we're packing everything up. My three kids are going. My wife's going. I'm thinking this is going to be a great time. I don't know much about camping, but we'll have fun with it. She goes, oh, by the way, my mom and dad are meeting us there. Whoa! So, no, no! I know, right? No. So what, where does this curveball come in with the in-laws, and what do I do? How do I handle this? I've been irate about it since finding out 48 hours ago that my in-laws were going with me. How do you handle this? What do you do? Well, what is the opposite of bug repellent? Uh, well, none would be the opposite of well, it. Well, I was going to so say, make I... sure you have uh, the the wild animals get attracted to their tent and not yours. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think we'll be safe enough on that front, <laughs> fingers crossed. 
Oh my gosh, my 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 in laws. I mean, everyone says, "Oh, my in laws are the great," but but man, my father in law is anti sports, and he has like three things he knows about sports, and he talks about him constantly. Oh, no. you got to go camping with now? Is he oh. like candy out there? Can he like cook something up or put up the tents or something? No, oh. no, no, no! Come on, no, come on. not a and good by the thing. way, if any of his friends are listening, you know this too. No. But, yeah, so that's my curveball that I've had thrown at me tonight, Arnie. I'd have so. to cancel it and say we're going to go to the Holiday Inn. <laughs> you, know, you know what I was thinking about is, is we're supposed to leave tomorrow morning. I was thinking about coming up sick. You know, I've never faked sick to miss work. But to miss a family vacation, I mean. I've done that before. That's a that's a yeah. bold move, Cotton. It'd be a, be a bold move there. So you and I both have our By family way, issues this weekend. Just real quick, speaking about vacations, my wife works for a company. And if she gets, like, they're having a contest, you know, one of those company contests. And if she gets, like, one more sale or something, they're going to give her a free trip for a week to the Bahamas uh, in November. And she's like, isn't that going to be great? I go, I can't take time off even for a free trip to the Bahamas. That's that's football season. So um, we'll be fighting about that for most of the <laughs> her, fall. Her, her and her boyfriend will make yes, that trip exactly. together. Have a great time. Be... Yes, exactly. <laughs> and what's great about it is if my wife's like, well, I'm going to go with someone else. And I'm thinking, November, you're going to be gone for a week? Go ahead, babe. I mean, I've got Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, college on Wednesday. You're set, Arnie. When, let her go. She'll when I went the trip to Micronesia on the newlywed game, I wasn't allowed to take anybody else. We didn't take the trip. I It had to be my wife and myself. I couldn't take my brother, my dad, my mom. I didn't get the rice the turtle wax. I got nothing <laughs> on the whole thing. So. And I like rice That's I, I, I enjoy that stuff. Someone actually asked about that earlier today. That's my, by the way, that's my earliest memory of Arnie was whenever he was on the, what was it, the dating game or the newlywed game the that newlywed you were on? Game, yeah, yeah I, I'll never forget that. And, and I remember watching it, but someone had asked earlier, oh, Patrick, Patrick Quinn, our buddy in St. Louis. Arnie, I never heard if you actually won on the game. Did you actually go to Micronesia? And now you say, no, you no, did not. No, didn't go to Micronesia. We won the game. Um, and my wife had to change the final answer, which had to be okayed by two attorneys. And uh, and signed. So, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. We had to answer 200 questions, and she wanted to change one of her answers. And the people were like, "We're probably not even going to use that question." She goes, "I don't care. I want to change it." And it happened to be the final question, and she changed it from the wrong answer to the right answer. Ah, there you go. There that, you go. And, and in the end, you had the trip that you never got. Never to take. took. Well, no, nothing. I, we went and ended up going to Hawaii on my dime. So, of course, your credit card. Just keep using that no, bad boy from Hawaii to Paris. Card, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie uh, gets us back to sports with this, and I think this is a fair point to ask uh, to ask to wrap up this segment at least from the perspective of LeBron James. Eddie writes, here's something that might concern the Lakers. LeBron is almost the same age as Kobe was when he tore his Achilles, and AD hasn't really been what you'd call an Iron Man. If something happens, either or both, the Lakers are worse off than ever. I mean, yeah, right? I mean, he's 100% correct, but this is a risk you have to take, isn't it? It's a risk you have to take, and it goes back to my original point that I've been making for like a year or two now. Um, where are the big stars, superstars in the NBA um, and all these Hall of Famers that if one guy can go to the Lakers and make them from an embarrassment to the NBA favorites overwhelming, um, where are all these great guys you were talking about, Plank? I, I think my point's starting to come oh, true gosh. now. Here we go. They have no stars. There's no stars in this league. Nobody nobody can especially, play the game. I'm surprised they can make shots. As, can anybody shoot anymore? Especially if Kevin Durant doesn't come back, you know, close to what he was in <laughs> Clay Thompson. There's two less on, on the uh, table there. 
Uh, uh, let's see here. Paul writes, my advice, Plank, is to get a new wife. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I did that once. Can I just give you all an advice? Prenups or make sure you get your house taken care of before you get a divorce. I've been divorced 17 years. Oh, I thought you were no, going to say no. 17 times. I'm like, wow, wow. Uh, well, one and a half. But I, I've been divorced for 12 years, and my name is still on my ex-wife's house. And then there is this. Dank uh, writes, whatever FSR is paying Arnie is gross overpayment. Uh, what are you? Yeah, I'm probably. right. Yeah, probably. Able to fly his kid out to Paris in Italy? Oh, my goodness. Uh, and then one more. Uh, Steve Kerr is the most overrated human since Bruce Springsteen? Wow. What did he bring to Whoa. that job that 30 other guys couldn't have? Arnie, stand up for your guy here. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, because Steve Kerr's done, done such a bad job uh, winning all those championships that, of course, he's way overrated. I, what's wrong with you people? Are you serious? He's done a phenomenal job. Yes, they've got an all-star team, but he's done a great job with that team. Yeah, I think he's been very impressive. I think he's been very impressive. And I think to S all over it would be a little bit uh, disingenuous. I Bring mean, him back on, to Tucson. <laughs> Bring him back to Tucson. And then uh, Lou uh, writes, Arnie, Plank really is deranged, at least when he has a feeling that Steve Kerr is leaving the Warriors. By the way, Lou, you dope. Arnie just said the same exact thing, that he's got him going to Arizona. Yeah. So uh, probably because Plank's so used to women saying goodbye to him in the past. See, that's just such a pathetic use wow. of trying to take a shot at someone. What's next? I'm fat. I've lost some hair. I mean, women want to leave me. I, I, I prefer, been, yeah, big you know, w- w- I've been married for 19 consecutive years. Not two women in 19 years and a few girlfriends on the side. You know, you get yourself wow. in trouble in that mix. But that's <laughs> always like a pathetic cheap shot to me that people take. If they go after you being fat or if they go after you being bald or, oh, no, women want you. Yeah, okay, great. I'm 44. I've got three kids. I don't care if women want me. But anyway, stand up for your guide. You're 44? Uh, You're younger yeah. than I am? You just look older than I am? Wow. Significantly I younger I didn't even know you that. Are significantly younger than you are, Arnie. <laughs> no, in all honesty, I think Steve Kerr is one of those guys that when we say, hey, anyone could do that job, I I think that's unfair because Mark Jackson couldn't do it. We could argue if in time he was able to yeah, uh, to say unfair, anyone could though, go in there and coach. No, I, I just think that's yeah. an incredible I, I, undervaluing of what he's been able to do. All right, great news. There's a quick way, an easy way. You could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's dive into buy or sell. Stock up, stock down. No one else does this in sports radio and we'll do it next year with Arnie and Plank on a Sunday night on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. <laughs> All right, Eddie, Josh, handful of you. We're not turning this into a debate about whether or not Bruce Springsteen is overrated, okay? I know other people that don't like him either. Oh, my gosh. I My best friend in Tulsa despises him despises wow. him. I, right? So anyway, we don't have a Monday through Friday show. This is our only show. Now, if if we were on weekdays, we could fight about this. We could debate it. But born in the USA is living proof that he's the most overrated <laughs> rocker ever. Almost, almost had me spitting out my drink oh, during the uh, commercial break. Hey, a few other... Yeah. Uh, quick tweets before you wrap up. Uh, Jeremy writes, Arnie, I tune in tonight to hear Steve Kerr. Guess that isn't happening since they lost. Maybe next time? Wow. Question? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind that he, well, game seven would have been today, right, Chris? So Correct. would have won. It would have been a big party. Media would have been all over him. Um, he probably would have been a little busy, but I still think he would have found time to call us today, even though right. they wanted today. So, but then again, when they could be coming back from Toronto, I would have called me from the plane. So, yeah, no doubt, <laughs> Stevo um, would have called me had they won it in seven. But I guess we'll have to wait till. Whew, I was going to say next year, but maybe twenty. 20- 25? I don't know. We're going to have to wait a while for him to call in now. Yeah, it, it might be a bit. And uh, before we hit to, or before we get to, uh, by ourselves. Maybe he'll call him when Arizona wins the championship. And he takes over there. There's the always important question that Red Hedrick asked, which is, bro, 
which is always, if you start any tweet with bro or yeah. hey bro, it's going to get read on this show. I'm yeah. sorry. It's just what it is. Uh, my apologies, but could you remind everybody why you're a U of A fan? My answer to that would be Arnie likes pain. He likes suffering, and that's why he's a U of A fan. Um, why are you an Arizona fan, Arnie? You know, uh, applying to college, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Arizona. Um, picked Arizona. So there you go. Ivy League, 82 to 86. I would love to know what schools you really apply to. I would love to know that more than anything else on this planet. I applied when I was after my uh, senior year in high school to over 100 colleges. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah, I'm a uh, over a hundred colleges. I I didn't think I was going to get into twenty of them. So <laughs> you ended up getting into all of them. All no, right, no, well, can... not not with my grades. I, I I end up going to USC. Everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> what? USC. All right, let's, University let's, of Southern Colorado. But yeah, I was going to say <laughs> good good way to phrase it. There's people that say uh, there's a there's a school in Oklahoma that's in Lawton, and they call it UCLA, University of Central Lawton area. So that way they can make it sound like they, they went somewhere fancy. Yeah, All right, exactly. let, let's get in it. Let's get yeah. into buy or sell here yeah. before we uh, chase too many people away. All right. We'll steer clear of some NBA chat, at least in this first phase of buy or sell. Arnie, with this, buy or sell, big story breaks this week that's not even breaking news, okay? And, I, and I'm and i not trying to S all over the report from the Arizona Republic by any stretch of the imagination, but this story about Cliff Kingsbury using fake Twitter accounts to monitor his players' online activities is about three years old. Yeah. And for those of you that ignore flyover country, we talked about this a lot during that time. But, Arnie, with that in mind, buy or sell any coach using fake accounts to try to keep tabs on his players, let's stay specific to college here, is a bold move to protect his guys. Yes or no? Not so much a bold move. I, I just don't think it's necessary. You could have, you know, you, what are you trying to entrap them? You could engage in a conversation with them. You could look up what they're putting on Twitter without having to come up with a fake or burner. Not necessarily. Tweet. Not if they lock their account. Well, you, you, you're still able to see what they're put on Facebook and stuff. You don't have to be like a Facebook friend to them. Yeah, you do. Uh, they could they could they could privatize their account. So what he would do is he would put like a cute girl as a profile pic oh, and all I of can. them would get automatically followed. And so then they'd be able to kind of keep tabs on how they're talking and the language they're using and how they're representing. Yeah, but the as you're right, it is it's three years old. I fall for that all the time too. Every time I see something <laughs> new, I'm like, Oh, breaking news, breaking news, and I don't remember that it happened like two, three years ago. Like just the other day they said Gene Wilder died. I go, No, not Gene Wilder. I love that guy, but then he died like years ago. So um, I always fall for that stuff. Sidebar, Arnie. Sidebar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How often has that happened on Facebook? <laughs> I saw I saw one a couple of weeks ago that said, oh, no, we've lost Norman Schwarzkopf. And honestly, in my mind, I thought, oh, my gosh, he's gone. I thought he'd been gone for a long time. And then you actually click on the story, and it's from – like 2012, yeah, yeah, uh, the, the guy that was on the Odd Couple, I saw it. I saw it on my Facebook feed. Yeah, not not our radio show, guys, but the I think it was a Jack Klugman. Jack they Cl- had a yeah, re- Jack Klugman. Re- rest in peace, Jack. Oh, he was great. Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. I boy, I thought he'd been gone for a while. Sure enough, he had. James Gardner was one that made the rounds today. Rest in peace, James oh, I Gardner. Love James Gardner, yeah. true Sooner fan. Gonna be. He's been gone for like four years. Yeah, but they, so, they that was just uh, just a couple days ago. It said Gene Wilder. I'm like. Oh, no, man, I saw he, it. 
He loved Gilda Radner. They were just such a great couple when she was alive. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting all teary-eyed. And I go, wait a minute. He'd been dead a while now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gene Wilder actually passed away in 2016. Yeah. Uh, and my, I think the one for uh, Norman Schwarzkopf that kind of made me uh, laugh, uh, I, I, if you can laugh at something like someone passing away, even though it was seven years ago, right. was the uh, picture with the breaking news, General General Schwarzkopf has passed away, yeah. and someone says, today should be a national holiday, and he'd like <laughs> passed away in December 27th of 2012. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Stupid Facebook. I All right, so buyers sell. Sean McVay is entering a contract year, um, or I should say the next three years. Uh, it's continued to be around $4 million per season that he's going to be paid. Gary Klein of the LA Times said that Rams COO Kevin Dimoff recently said that the team will be focusing on contracts for players on the field, saying that, quote, making sure the players we need to extend are done. So with that in mind, are the Rams making a mistake by not locking up Sean McVay for the long term? Yes, they're making a mistake, too. I don't even know what that means. What, you can't <laughs> go ahead and give the coach a contract but you're busy locking up the players? You can't multitask? There's no such thing as offering two people a contract? I, it sounds like something's going on here, and if they think they're going to move on from McVay, I, at least I, I couldn't even imagine that would be going through their feeble minds. But if it is... What a major mistake that would be. I'm not sure what's going on here, why they're stalling. Uh, you would think they were going to give him the contract anyway, so I'm not buying into that baloney. I don't know what's going on. Now, now, keep in mind, keep in mind, he's got a couple of years left on his deal. Right. But as Mark Davis infamously said, there's no salary cap for coaches. And you're telling me that if – I, I know that all the focus is sometimes on, say, a Lincoln Riley or a Nick Saban out of the college rings – but let's say things don't go right for Dallas, Arnie. You're telling me Jerry Jones wouldn't try to break the bank to entice his Sean McVay? And the Rams' public message here is, well, we're going to take care of players on the field, and then we'll work on the coach later. And I know from my experiences in following Sean McVay, he'll carry the company line. But deep down inside, that's got to kind of chap your backside a little bit, right? Oh, that I they would wouldn't tell, say, we got to take care of our coach? I would tell my agent, let's start looking for jobs and let's put that rumor out there. Let's get, let's really rock the If we're going to rock the boat, let's really rock the thing. Let's stand up and rock it side to side if we're going to play this game. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the most brilliant, brilliant things I've ever seen from uh, from coaches to use this to their advantage. And I, unfortunately for the Rams, think that they'll use this, Sean McVay and his camp, to their advantage. All right, let's pause and bring in Steve DeSager, who has tons. Like breaking news, George Burns Uh-oh. just died, Eddie said. So. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> hey, on Facebook, I'm sure you can get a rest in peace and someone saying something along along the lines of, I just saw a movie with him the other day. Yeah. Oh, God. Steve- <laughs> By the way, George Burns, you know how long he's been gone, gentlemen? You want to go out on a limb here? 25 years. 1996, so you're very close. 23 years, DeSager. All right, where do you want to start, Steve, and what's going on in the world of sports? Well, item number one, Amelia Earhart lost at sea. We don't have a further update. (laughs) Facebook update to come. Uh, Details on the U.S. Open, on the U.S. women's win. The golf, well, it was on Fox TV. won the U.S. 
U.S. Open. Joe Buck from Pebble Beach there. He takes the major, his first career major win, by three strokes over Brooks Kepka. Justin Rose shot 74 today, fell to a tie for third. Six back, Rory McIlroy eight back. Tiger Woods tied for 21st place. Dustin Johnson shot 74. He tied for 35th. Jordan Spieth, 76 today. He tied for 65th place. Mm. Great ratings this weekend for Fox. It pays to have a West Coast U.S. Open. You get primetime golf coverage. Fox was going till 7, 7.30 Pacific time a lot of the time. Wow. The first two rounds, including cable, averaged 2 million viewers. Now, baseball last weekend on Fox got about 2.5 million. The U.S. Women's Opener, the blowout of Thailand, got over 2.6 million Ooh. on Fox on Tuesday. And then golf yesterday, 4 Four and a quarter million for wow. the third round. That is up 12% from last year. And in fact, it's the largest third round audience in six years. And what happened six years ago? That was the last time Tiger Woods had made the cut at a U.S. Open. So, yes, there's a correlation. Nice. But it's also the same big numbers as the last West Coast U.S. Open three years ago. So, good news for them in the ratings. Women's World Cup, USA 3 nothing over Chile. Carly Lloyd with two goals in the first half. The Americans outshot them. 25 to 1 in this game. 1. With a corner kicks advantage of 15 to 1. The Americans had the ball 68% of the possession in this game. Chile's goalie was sensational. Made six saves, a lot of good ones in the second half. This could have been 6 7 nothing for the Americans. Easy. As we mentioned before the tournament started, these first two games were going to be the two easy games for the Americans. Today was defending champion U.S., ranked number one in the world, beating Chile, ranked 39th in a world. And it's the 24th team tournament and they're ranked 39th Sweden coming up next they're ranked number nine not as good as the U.S. but they did play a low scoring defensive game in the Olympics and eliminated the Americans on penalty kicks in Rio in recent years in a quarterfinal so wow. that's uh, on uh, Fox TV Thursday afternoon U.S. Sweden to close group play Sweden got their shot at Thailand today 5-1 Swedes the final yes Thailand got a goal Sweden outshot them <laughs> 30 first to, ever <laughs> yes literally <laughs> True. in world cup play sweden outshot them 34 to 5 so we have eight teams in the tournament they're 2 and 0 so far including the americans all eight of those have already qualified for the round of 16 next week we could have a u.s spain matchup then and again a quarterfinal could be u.s against france in paris in a couple weeks oh. the americans already lost to france in france in january in an exhibition the americans were my down kid should go to that three nothing late of that yeah your 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 kid couldn't have gotten to this game today in paris <laughs> by the way another u.s sellout overseas wow over forty-five thousand wow. at the game by the way today nascar's cup series was off this weekend you need to make good choices and with true car you've got a star in your roster so when you're ready to sell or trade in your car check out true car true cash offer not available in all areas dodgers got a run in the eighth and beat the cubs 3-2 milwaukee a 5-3 winner at san francisco the padres with four runs in the ninth won 14-13 at colorado seattle scored four in the eighth and got a 6-3 win at oakland the red sox tied their game at baltimore with a solo homer in the ninth Red Sox scored five in the top of the 10th, allowed three in the bottom of the 10th. Red Sox 8-6 in 10 innings, the final. And the update on Chris Davis, he with the $23 million salary. He went 0-5 for, for the Orioles. He's batting 164. So if we haven't said it before, Ooh. if your kids have a choice of playing baseball professionally or some other sport, again, maybe take the baseball. Tampa Bay and the Yankees each one, and Atlanta beat Philly 15-1. to Back to the show in 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. 
Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And the Washington Nationals beat Arizona 15-5. to Matt Adams in the Nats. Two homers, seven RBIs. A three-run homer and a grand slam. Back to Chris Plank and Arnie Spaniard. Thanks, buddy. That's Steve DeSager. Great job all night on updates with DeSager. Of course, the uh, legend Eddie Garcia will be taking over at the top of the hour. Big Ben will be in here to take you to a Monday with Clay Travis. By the way, are we going to be talking about... Are we going to be talking about uh, hard knocks like Game of Thrones, for crying out loud, when that thing starts? Oh, I am. I I know you you are. Of course you are. I've ordered... I've ordered HBO. <laughs> I, I'm not even lying. I, oh, I've got I it set you. out for the month and a half that it will be on. I'm going to have HBO, uh, or at least I someone's going to give me their teams. HBO Go account. I wish they would. I know, isn't that horrible? Stop because I it. look at the I look you at the numbers it. at all the HB at, at all, all the Hard Knocks teams. Here's great trivia: Who was the first Hard Knocks team? Ready? Anyone? Ra- Anyone? Raiders? I know. Say, no. Now Raiders have never done it before. This is the first time they've ever done it. First ever Hard Knocks team was the Baltimore Ravens. Randomly wow. in like oh three or oh four whenever this started. And they've started implementing these rules and for some reason I saw I saw maybe the dumbest person in the history of Twitter that said, I can't believe they're not doing the Browns. Shoot the Browns. Browns should be on Hard Knocks. Bro, they did them last year. I mean, what yeah. the hell? Are we supposed to live in Cleveland with Hard Knocks? But they have these rules. If you've done it in ten years, you don't have to do it again if you've made what, the playoffs. Um, made the playoffs, uh, you're you're automatically out. Or if you've had a coaching change. And Mark Davis made the joke that if we ever got picked for hard knocks, I'd fire John Gruden and then rehire him. But uh, I think they kind of said, listen, as far as the offseason is going, there are not many better storylines. You add Richie Incognito in there. I, I got to be honest with you, Arnie, as a fan, I'm pretty jacked up about it. I think I think it's cool. You know, Look I like going the- off. All I asked you if you were going to watch Hard Knocks, you're not stop. Go, baby, go. Well, I mean, come on, man. It's football. We've had three <laughs> football topics tonight. I will say this though: yeah. a very close one a to Hard Knocks, and it may have even surpassed it. Was the Amazon series they did on the Arizona Cardinals, and they did the the Cowboys the following year? I don't know if they're still doing it. It was an Amazon Prime thing, but it's well worth your time. You would enjoy it, Arnie. You should give it. A, I you should give I it would a love watch. to see a uh, you know uh, pull the curtain back on officials. You know, like what they do at halftime if they're talking about it. Uh, you know, if they blow a call, they say, oh, I, "I blew that one." Let's go ahead and make sure we get even with the uh, with that team. And- <laughs> Give them the makeup call right off the bat. You know, something like that. I would love that, huh? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be fantastic to truly get inside their minds to see how they're thinking? Because there is nobody more protected in sports than officials, right? And I mean, in in all honesty, they deserve it from a security perspective. When I say this, I don't mean it, oh, just let get the yellow shirts out of here. Let, Let people get after blue all the way. That's not what I mean, but I just mean in accountability, because they don't meet with the media. They have one pool reporter that usually goes and talks to them. Right. And we're never given some sort of inside access to the way they think. Arnie, you may have just stumbled onto a million-dollar oh, idea. Have you ever had one of the – I had uh, Ed Hockley on my show a couple of times. And I, you brought that up before. Yeah, he's a good guy. I've known him from Arizona. I've known him a long, long time. And I asked him that question. I said, Ed um, – What's a makeup call? You know, I was just playing stupid. And he's like, he just starts laughing. He goes, let me explain something to you. If I just blew a call in front of the whole world, what do you think? The next thing I want to do is blow another call right off the bat? Two in a row? What's wrong with you? So he had a good point on that. 
By the way, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now, uh, Arnie, I kind of left buy or sell, cut it short a bit because we had to get to, to Sager's update. Right. So let's do like a, a furious three minutes on the three big topics with the Anthony Davis trade real quick since we haven't talked about it much this hour. Number one. Who won the trade? Buy or sell, the Lakers getting Anthony Davis supersedes any package they gave up to get him. I'm going to disagree with Rick Camwell, who thought that the Pelicans got the better of the trade. I said, you know, when you are a complete mess like the Lakers were, what, a week ago, uh, days yeah. ago, uh, and we're saying, you know, Jeannie's done this and Rob Plink has done that and uh, the Lakers are in big trouble. Now they've gone to the NBA favorites while you're, you've won the trade. When you went from complete disarray to the NBA favorites and overwhelming NBA favorites at 3-1, to one, um, you definitely won the trade. That's, that's a no-brainer for me. Buy or sell, the Lakers' next move is to call Kyrie. Well, I, I think they already did. So, ah, nice. yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, I think the I, I think the next move is who they can lure or you know who they can sign. Um, yeah, their their move is to call Kyrie. They've obviously kept in with Jimmy Butler. Um, didn't LeBron do the "I'll call you" sign to Kawhi uh, like a month or two ago? Also, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, you know. I wish I was Clara from the. Uh, uh, you know <laughs> what know I'm talking what about saying, from Miss uh, Cleo. Yeah. No. No. Clara who was Ooh. like the uh, operator from the Andy Griffith show, and she would listen to everybody's oh conversation. Gosh. So I wish I was somebody like that. I would love to hear some of the stuff that's going on between some of these athletes and what they've got to say. That, that'd be a great TV show. Uh, uh, Sarah was her Sarah. name. Okay, close so, enough. You're, See, Sarah, close. Clara, 220, 221. Close, close. Uh, and, and then finally, third and most important uh, in all of this, Arnie, are you buying the Lakers are now the favorite to win the title next year? Yeah, I am buying it. Yeah, um, they are the favorite, and they're the overwhelming favorite, and they should be the favorite. Uh, Milwaukee, please. Um, that's not going to happen. Toronto's like the fifth or sixth favorite, and they're not going to get Kawhi back, so you can just go ahead and write them off. Uh, Golden State, obviously, with their injuries, goodbye to them. Thank you very much. Um, yes, there's the Lakers are number one. And I'm not even really sure who's number two. Uh, Clippers, Denver, I don't even know anymore. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's wrap it up with what's most important, what everyone came for tonight. Yes. It's Arnie's picks, and they're next on Fox Sports Radio. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Man, fun show tonight, Arnie. Quick show. Quick show. Very quick. You weren't wrong. This was quite a gift for us to have this Anthony Davis trade. Sports Talk Radio is going to explode over the next week. Uh, Great job with Lita Lap getting us two incredible guests. Thanks to Rick Kamla from NBA TV and uh, Tanya Gangula from the LA Times for joining us. Bobo on the Wheels of Steel. We've been talking a lot about this deal this week. I'm jacked about it. And Steve DeSager on updates and the millions and millions of incredible editors behind the scenes that never get the credit they deserve. Hey, hey Chris, I have a Uh, question for you. Go ahead, Bobo. How do you feel hosting a show by yourself? (laughs) 
<laughs> like it's like literally it's Chris Plank and the hype man. Like yeah, I just <laughs> Arnie hates. It's funny because Arnie's like the kindest, nicest dude on the planet. But it, you you guys ever seen the movie Over the Top? Lincoln Hawk says whenever I get ready to take that grip, I turn my hat, and it's like a, I think he says what it's like a spark plug. Mm-hmm. Arnie, as soon as the mic comes on, it's like the I hate everybody plug <laughs> yeah. and, and the anger plug. He's the coolest guy on the planet. Whenever you're talking to him off the air, then you get on the air and it's like I don't even know who this guy is. I'm like, oh my gosh, I mean, we just talked to him during to the break. Text me for my birthday and everything. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Then all of a now sudden, he acts like he doesn't know who you are. Yeah, like what, what do you do? What do you do? Here something. For? Work a little bit. Come on now. <laughs> Stop living right. off of uh, Steve Kerr's <laughs> legacy, saying you beat uh, him in basketball. UCLA Dodger Frank uh, asks a very good question yeah. as we segue into your picks, Arnie. I'm tuning in late. Have you guys discussed what Frank Vogel's impact as a defensive first coach will have on the Lakers with AD now on board? I I kind of just see LeBron as the coach, and then they put three guys in suits to make it look like he's doing something. Is that There might be the dream team of people that everyone thinks would have been a good coach on the Lakers bench, and Jason Kidd, uh, what, Lionel Hollins, and now uh, Frank Vogel. I'm glad you reminded me who the head coach was. Remind me every five minutes so I don't forget. <laughs> All right, Arnie, take it away with your picks to wrap up this show tonight. I, Shall not you? a lot. Well, you can uh, – we're not talking game-wise, but we are talking some selections when it comes to who's going where. But I will start with one game that's going to be Women's World Cup because the USA is playing Sweden on Thursday. USA 2-0, Sweden 2-0. I wasn't impressed with USA's 3-0 victory today, but um, the Sweden's a lot harder team. It's going to be a much closer game. But that's okay. USA wins it. USA, USA, USA 3-1. 3-1 over Sweden. So USA will go ahead and win that final game. And, of course, they'll already go to the uh, round of 16. Kawhi is leaving Toronto. Goodbye, we are north, because he's coming south, and he's going to the Clippers. I think he's going to end up there. Uh, Kevin Durant, goodbye, Golden State. I don't think there's going to be a one-year opt-in. I think he's going to get the five-year contract. And that's going to be with my New York Knicks. So still pretty confident he ends up with my Knicks. I, I hate to, like, you know, free agency doesn't start till the 30th, Arnie. So these can be your picks next week if you want, or even the following yeah, week. Yeah, but I figure I, I would probably change my mind. by. Oh, good call, good yeah, call, yeah. good call. All right, go ahead. I have go ahead, my Kyrie bad. going to Brooklyn. That's a no-brainer. So hold on up there. <laughs> So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. But remember, they're strictly for entertainment purposes only until I change my mind uh, next weekend. Oh, well, clap, clap, thank clap, you, clap, thank clap, you, clap. thank you. Because technically, my understanding is that the free agency period begins on June 30th at 5 o'clock. So by the time... No, free agency begins right now. That's when it right. begins. Very, very probably true. But the legal tampering, which is a term that's more used for the NFL than the NBA, begins on the 30th. Arnie, Wednesday is the draft. I can't believe you didn't have – do you think there's going to – I mean, what are your Knicks going to do with the third pick? I I mean, the the draft is Wednesday. I I mean, they're going to – obviously, if R.J. Barrett, they'll take him unless they want to trade down and maybe get a deal with the Pelicans where they get some couple extra picks there. Uh, if the red is really going to the Knicks, then the Knicks go ahead and start the building process to build around Kevin Durant. But that's not going to happen next year because Kevin Durant can't play. So, um, All right, everyone's yelling at me. Let me clarify. The draft is Thursday. I had it down as the 19th. My bad. Anyway, what did you go say ahead. it was? Wednesday? 
I said it was Wednesday the no, 19th. No, I said earlier bad. it was Thursday. I, okay, listen, yeah. I was the one that screwed up the day. I wrote it down wrong. Anyway, you think the Knicks won't even be picking at number three? I, I think they'll trade down one and get an extra pick in the first round. I mean, that's what I would do at this point. I'm not the biggest R.J. Barrett fan, and it's going to be another miserable year anyway because you're not going to get Kevin Durant, who's going to be uh, hurt. So even if you sign them, he's not going to play. So I, I, I'd probably have to trade that pick. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens after three on Thursday night. I really do because – I know uh, we're going to have tons of coverage for you. Rick Buecher is jumping on board with yeah. the crew uh, on the iHeartRadio app and, of course, here on Fox Sports Radio. But I am fascinated to see what happens after three uh, because I think Jarrett Culver has the potential to be a standout. I think the uh, – I'm not real familiar with the kid out of Virginia, but I loved watching him play in the NCAA tournament. And are we sure Morant's not going to drop down because of that knee problem or no? The knee still. Uh, if he does, let's say he falls to like four and the Lakers Ooh. get him, I might I might cancel that whole trade. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, if he's there at three, your your Nick should be all over him. But I don't see him dropping too far. Yeah, yeah. By next Sunday night, the NBA draft will be in the books. We'll be a week away from the quote-unquote official start of NBA free agency. And mm. who knows? Maybe we'll have another reported deal by that point. I'll tell you this much. How great would that be? You're going to have a heavy dose of debating who won and who lost the Anthony Davis trade. Arnie, that is going to take over your sports life over the next 24 to 48 48 hours. So just embrace it. Enjoy it. Remember, it's one of the biggest trades that we've seen in the offseason. And despite how much of a mess it's been for the Lakers, somehow with all the mistakes – and all the embarrassment, they've still ended up with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Not too shabby. Arnie, have a great week, buddy. See you, you next too. Sunday night. Later. For the crew, I'm playing Ben's next on Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.